Show. Welcome to LOG 1904 Show. Yeah! You know the fucking deal. I'm out here with Dustin. And no Rafa again. Let's fucking go, guys. Well, I would like to kick off this two-part apology by saying that's showbiz, baby. Oh, my God. This motherfucking clown. I fucking... 10 o'clock appointment. And guess what? I had to go wake him up. First 9. of all... 9.55, baby! Yeah, I, had to, I had to go send our boy Zach to do a welfare check. I didn't know if the old man over here croaked. That's a fucking fact. Yeah, so uh, I've gotten... Uh, I, I listerine my teeth. I brushed them, brushed the yucks. I highly doubt that. I did. I swear to God, because I knew I was going to have to talk to him. <laughs> I swear to God, I highly doubt. I he fucking did, that. did. I didn't wipe out the crusties. I used the last of my old, uh, old bay or not old bay, old bay deodorant, old whatever right. the fuck. I can't even think old of what spice. It, old spice. That's what it is. Oh, let's go ahead and welcome to our fucking show. We got the homie. Big time, homie, Big baby. Big fucking, like, the, yeah. this motherfucker, number one, rides more than you, but he shows more love than you. Mm. And he ain't, he ain't even in recovery. No. Welcome to the show, Papa Juan. Papa Juan, baby. Hell yeah. Thanks, fellas. Hell yeah. Fuck. Super honored to be here. I'm, Dude, I'm the honor is ours. Like, yeah. God damn, you came prepared. You're ready. You're wearing gear. You gave us a checklist. Yep. Sure. What the fuck? Yeah, no. All of you motherfuckers that want to come on the show, take notes. Yeah. That's how you do it, okay? <laughs> exactly. This is how it's fucking done. No, for real. Finish it. Yeah. yeah, no, without a doubt, I'm really stoked to have you on, man. Like, you're all, at every single event, The really, when it comes down to meeting somebody new and and having conversations right away beautiful i appreciate that no you guys are you guys are an inspiration that's why this podcast is has really stuck out to me you know it's it's hit me in different ways for different reasons so hopefully we can get into that fuck sure. yeah absolutely yeah you i i don't see can i get a, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah nobody's encouraging their friends to ride their motorcycle as much as you are there's only one other person that rivals you charlie Oh, for sure. There's only one other person that's like, I just want to ride motorcycles with my friends. I know, but the difference is... I was kind of Charlie was going to be here. Fuck. I can call him right now. He will fucking be here. Watch this. (laughs) Here we go. You're on the mic. Charlie cracks me up. Dude. Dude, He's so great. He's fucking awesome. I mean, and the storyteller is just none other. Right. That's not bad. Not too bad, huh? Hey. But the difference is, you actually go from... State to state, you know what I mean. <laughs> Not I from do, city yeah. to city yeah, in San city, Diego. Is, you know, Charlie's a city to city guy. I mean, he will mob. I mean, he's yeah. d- done plenty of fucking trips that have been out of state. But yeah, I do kind of bust chops a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, some guys. You wow, know, I can't believe he's not answering. Local corner bar. Hey, hey, big homie, you're live on the podcast right now. What's happening? Hey, so check this out. Our guest today, Big Papa Juan, said, yo, where's Charlie at? I want him on with me. Big Papa Juan holding it down from day one. Hey. Oh. So how fast can you get over here, homie? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of moving to the house in Santee. Got it. I understand. I got a driveway full of stuff. I fucking, <clears throat> real quick. Yeah. I went to dinner last night in Old Town on my Harley. And was a little impatient with people leaving the parking lot, so I drove over a curb to get out of the parking lot. You know how we do? Yeah. And ripped the fucking oil cooler cover off my oil cooler and bent the fuck out of the bracket. It ain't wow. leaking nothing. Right. That fueling one that you got? What's that? The fueling one that you got? No, no, no. This is the oil radiator on the front. Oh, of my frame. fuck. I know what you're talking about. 
The little triangle piece. Well, you know who I blame, Charlie? That fucking car that was going so goddamn slow. Why was yeah, it just parked there? And then the, and then the guy, because I, I pulled up on the on the human trail to get out of Old Town, and the guy's directing me back into the dirt in the parking lot, so I, I stopped and sure. I put the kickstand down, and I grabbed the plastic piece, put it in the, in the saddlebag, and just went rah, 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 until he moved out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I drove up the Boys. That's right. None. So, so yeah, but Papa Juan's on there, huh? Oh yeah, we're just getting started too. So that's why I was hoping that you'd be close and then come on with it. Yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of stuff to do. All right. I got a I'm making a pile in the driveway that's going to the dump, and I'm thinking what part of my pile in the driveway I want to go to the dump. I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Amazing what you get. Amazing all the stuff you accumulate when you get clean, right? Exactly. Blessings. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, well, blessings Blessings when it's a tub full of vans that you can't even lift. You know, right? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. What, what, made, what made me think I wanted uh, 60 pairs of vans? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you don't want those vans, I'll posh right, mark them for you, bro. <laughs> what size? I'll sell them for you. Hey, what size? They're man size. <laughs> size 15. Yeah. Wouldn't fit me. Yeah. No, fuck no. Us nine you. and a half, so we're going to have the fucking. Yeah. yeah. No, they're 12s. Anybody, any 12s over there? Yeah, don't tell no. them not to trip that I got it. I'll come get them. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got a 12 on my pants. Oh, yo, <laughs> from stem to stern. Hey, all right, Charlie, will you stay real? All right, man. You guys have a good one. I'll later. 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 Bye. God, dude, he cracks me up every time i know he every had, time he he has he's he's a fucking storyteller yeah you know what i mean and the way he speaks is so fucking awesome man. has like he told the fucking uh i don't think he has he tells a story about when he gets to bailey one time and he had been a few i think he told it in his uh in his story but he has to get the jumpsuit and then yeah. he's got to walk if you see him tell that fucking story you will cry laughing because yeah. he's walking all hard and shit right, right. and like the way he does it but when he's standing knuckle. up oh my god bro it's so hey, fucking funny you know speaking of that a lot of people and i know they've they've mentioned it to you too we got to figure out a video yeah, we to gotta figure out video options. Because honestly, like people are they're laughing with us, but they would probably fucking yeah. piss themselves if they're actually yeah, watching. The YouTube, it. Yeah, the YouTube setup. Yeah. Just and you can do whatever, rolling. like fold your laundry and watch the right. podcast. It's like I I do that for Rogan and I do that I for know, Cleared Rogan. Hot. Yeah. And it's just here's the thing, like I've got the camera set up, but I don't we don't have a production assistant to where every thirty minutes the clips stop and you right. have to keep re recording. Right. So right. until LFG uh, can get a, a donation production assistant. B Graph is the fucking show, baby. Yeah. Right. Well, well, that that brings us up to the first topic. Our <laughs> sponsor today, <laughs> Zen Nicotine Pouches. No, Thank Zin. you. I told I told the homie I would give him a shout out, dude, because well, he has the best fucking wax in the game, homie, and that's Spit Shine Wax Corp. You know the fucking deal. What up, Terry? Go ahead and follow him on fucking IG. But anything that you guys need, man, for detailing your fucking whip, your bike, your boat, your fucking house, your wife, I don't give a fuck. Buy some shit from this dude because you will be ecstatic. Yeah, we were using Spit Shine before. Yeah. Like, we saw him pop up at a, an event at San Diego Harley, and a couple of the boys copped his gear or copped his merch and then used it. And we're like, yo, everybody. So we were using this long before he started showing us love, and I'll still buy his fucking his wax it's his whole process is fire as fuck he's got yeah. everything from start to finish for what you need to keep in your fucking bike your wife your boat yeah, I mean, your car does, your truck yeah. all of it clean and, and it's fucking it's literally just like his uh, motto maybe it's spit shine babe 
So on. go ahead and check that out. It's S P Y T Shine uh, Wax Corp. New, new Wax Corp. That's his new IG handle. There you go. S P Y T Spit Shine. Check it out, motherfuckers. You know the deal. Yeah, you know the motherfucker. <laughs> deal. All right, we're going to kick this off. Chapter one A Bastard Named Juan. Ah. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> into here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Now, now the pressure sets Fuck, in. Fuck, I don't know. Thing. Just you know what? Oh just, fuck yeah, Ian's on his way, so we can just have him come on. Yeah, fuck yeah, it, fuck it. And I think Andrew is too, so we're gonna have a fucking house full. Uh, well, let's get into the juicy shit yeah. before they get here. Oh, well, there it is. Ding dong. Yeah, Hold on a minute. <laughs> this motherfucker. Why are you always holding up progress? I'm literally getting to kick off the story, and you're like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> sup, pickle dick. <laughs> I love you, dog. The homie Andrew's here. Do you want to have a seat until... Yeah, have a, se- have a seat, prick. Yeah, have a seat. Throw on the headphones, speak directly into the mic. I'll call you out if you don't. Oh. All right, so yes, sir. now that we've had fucking plenty oh, of distractions... Quick. Andrew, oh. Juan. Juan, Juan Andrew. Are you? So into the mic. Into the mic. Yep. Yeah. Like that. All right, here we go. Got it. Just like that. A bastard name. Juan. A bastard, a bastard Chapter name one. one. Chapter one. All right, so here we go. So I was born here in San, in San Diego. I'm kind of old, 1972. No so, shit. Yeah. How old does that make you? 49. That's bullshit because I look older than him. <laughs> oh, That's true. Fucking motherfucker. <laughs> you had a little bit of a rougher stretch, I think, for a little yeah. bit of time. So that'll take, that'll take a little bit out of you. Uh, yeah, but I was born here in San Diego. Um, so mom was 17. Biological father was 40-something. And uh, so you know how that kind of ended up. Yeah. So it turns out he he had a wife. He had kids. He had a family. Um. And yeah, so I think I think mom had hopes that you know maybe he was gonna leave and uh-huh. hang out with us. Right. Uh, I don't remember very much of mm. him. Uh, a couple of couple of short instances. I remember him pulling up like in some VW bug thing, giving me a, a grease album. You know, <laughs> when there were records and right. record players. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I end up. With a name for the rest of my life, Juan Felipe, and a goddamn bastard. Fuck. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> fucking real. And, and I hate. Yeah. I hate John Travolta, and I hate fucking Grease. Right. No, yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah, but no, mom did a good job. She, uh, uh, I think the story goes just a couple of months after I was born. Grandma was from, was from the Midwest, kind of a. Older generation. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having a grandson named Juan didn't sit too well. So she called you John. And, uh, uh, and something happened <laughs> and she kicked mom and I out. I was like, I don't know, a month, two months old at that point. Kicks us out and we're in, uh, you know, some little one bedroom apartment out on Cherokee Avenue, not too far. Right. And, uh, but mom was holding it down. She, she was working hard. You know, I don't ever remember needing anything, um, not getting anything that I, that I wanted. Um, so yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. And they obviously, they, they patched things up. So, you know, at the end of the day, I turned out to be, I think her favorite grand grandson. So you have siblings? Uh, I don't. You don't? No. I okay, of the other? Of all the other grandchildren. So it was you and mom, ride or die from day one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fucking. So, uh, yeah, and you can tell, you know, she always, 
you know, she was just always working really hard trying to keep everything going. And I didn't know any different right. at the time. It's like, sure. hey, things are great, you know. Right. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're living on welfare and, you know. Dollar Tree was, Christmas toys. Yeah. It, yeah. It but, I mean, it worked. But, it, yeah, it didn't yeah, did you did, did she ever remarry or? Yeah. So she, um, so shortly, oh, I don't know. I think I was four, three Mm-hmm. Maybe three. Uh, she married uh, the guy that I always called dad. Got it. Um, awesome. You know, just phenomenal guy. Um, you know, just always, always there for me. Um, I fucking he, love hearing that. And I he, know, me too. He had, you know, so dad had kids from a previous marriage. And, um, you know, he was just always there with me. You know, I'm yeah. going to events dad was always there um you know but it uh i guess just a few years into the marriage um he and i never knew any of this until i was much much older sure uh but i guess he was an alcoholic drug problem and uh mom was like nope you know gotta go gotta go and uh she was she was your fucking protector yeah. yeah so um but you know, even growing up, I never really knew any of this. Sure. Um, so none of that was an issue, you know, from what I can remember when they were married. Uh, and then even, you know, in the years, years past, um, you know, he never drank. I guess he stopped short, shortly after that. Uh, he would smoke weed, you know, always had, <laughs> always had a J. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, a little, a little and, <laughs> and uh, but that was it, you know, and it wasn't until much, much later um, when alcohol came back in and it was, you know. That's how that goes. Yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later in the story. But, uh, but yeah, so. So you grew up in San Diego? I did. Where So yeah. where's Cherokee Ave, if you had to put a neighborhood on it? So it's kind of like Normal Heights-ish. Um, yeah, kind of like between Normal Heights and North Park. Okay. Something like that, so. Didn't grow up there at all. That that was the apartment that grandma kicked us out into. Okay. Um, but grandma lived in Rancho Penasquitos, so real close. To okay, the, PQ to, up yeah. the road a bit. Yes, sir. right next oh. to our bay. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were listening to that episode, like fuck. I did. I'm from PQ. Yeah, right? I saw it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you guys have a killer skate park out there, <laughs> right? Yeah. So so we lived there. Uh, for a few years, and then uh, around s- second grade, um, we moved. My mom married uh, another guy, um, awesome guy, uh, and we moved up to Ventura, Oxnard. Damn, for a few years. That's that's way up there. Yeah, it was a little ways. So but. the only reason I've been up to Oxnard is, uh, well, we when we went to his bachelor party, we fucking cruised through Ventura. Yeah. And I've only been there one other time. But Oxnard, I went there for a dealer trade. In the car business, if you need a car, you go to a different dealership. Yeah. We ended up at Oxnard Nissan. Yeah. And that shit is, it's like its own little bubble. It was, yeah. It, it was, you know, I didn't know anything uh, when I was living. You know, I didn't really notice that much. But, you know, we were... Living in a trailer park. <laughs> there. Fuck it yeah. Fun. It was great, though. I mean, I had some of my best memories were in that period from second grade to, like, sixth grade. We lived uh, in this trailer park, and uh, I didn't, it, 
it didn't sink Hold in. Hold on real quick. Did somebody yes, say trailer park? Yes, Fuck sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I spent some time in a trailer park. That's my kind of, kind of park. People don't yeah. understand if, like, so I did a little bit of time in a trailer park as a teenager. Like, I didn't live with my parents, and I lived with them. Aside from all the drama that goes on, but those kids, like, don't know anything. They're just trying to make the best of it, and they're just blind to it, and they're just living the best life they can until they get to school, and they're like, we live in a trailer. Right. Yes, then it's right. fucking, then they're like, oh, we are poor. never came up because... I didn't. I didn't notice. I didn't know any difference. But I remember, I would walk to 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 a bus, and when I would, I'd walk to the bus stop, and I'd walk right past another elementary school that was, I don't know, three blocks away from my house. Never really sunk in. So I'd I'd walk to this bus stop. I'd get on a bus, and then I'd take a bus, you know, about fifteen minutes or so. And it turns out this was back in the day when segregation. We were. We were busing kids around into different neighborhoods. Right. You know, so I'm the white kid. Right. You know, with a name. One funny bit. I'm getting, I'm getting bussed. Hey, it's Italian. Right? <laughs> I'm getting bussed into a, uh, a Hispanic neighborhood. And, you know, that just, that's just the way it was. And right. I guess there were Hispanic kids that were getting bussed into the, to the school that was right around the corner from my house. Wow. And, you Fucking know, so, wild. I mean, it, so, from early age, I was just always in classes in school with, uh, you know, Hispanics, Mexicans, you name it. And uh, it just, you know, having the name Juan Felipe, you know, they just assumed. Oh, that's it's where right, I was Mexican. from. <laughs> they just assumed, right. yeah. oh, okay, you're Mexican. Yeah. And I was like, no, you know. Just Not they call you. They, everybody just calls you Weto all the time, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no. I'm literally white. Sorry, guys. Yeah. One of the one of the few <laughs> things that I can remember a story from my biological father is that when Grandma was not very happy about yes. <laughs> about yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I guess Grandma and biological dad had a few. Run-ins and uh, exchanging of and, words. Uh, you know, Grandma's like, you know, I got this goddamn wet back for a grandkid now. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! And, oh, yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Different. You remember she he he warned yeah. us Midwest. Oh, night, like, yeah. you know what? Well, she was born back during the big born, war, son. You yeah. don't get to talk to me like that. She was born in the twenties. In the right. 20s. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say so in the twenties, right? Because different. my grandpa, real quick, my grandfather was born in nineteen oh nine. Yeah. No, I'm before the Titanic sank. Yeah, but. He was a racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was shocking to where, like, it was, like, normal. Yeah. You know, but it, it, obviously times are a lot different now. Yeah. I mean, obviously. 100%. By a but, huge stretch. But still, though, I mean, it was, like, mind-blowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to grow well, up Yeah, so way. Grandma's getting on, on uh, you know, sperm donor. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he clarifies. He clarifies, no, Juan is not Mexican. He is Spanish. He's a Spaniard. Biological Got dad it. was Spanish, you know. So There's a difference. So that's the joke is, you no, know, right. people are like, oh, you're Mexican. Well, no, actually. No, I'm, no, I'm Spanish. Actually, I'm a conquistador. I'm Spanish. Yeah, I'm Spanish. Yeah, they're like, I conquered oh, these lands. They're like, oh, that's where the blue eyes come from. <laughs> they nailed eyes. it. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so growing up, do you play in any sports, anything like that? Um, Getting into trouble? Uh, yeah, I got I got into a little bit. Um, so PQ, you know, that's where, <laughs> that's where, and we're kind of jumping around the checklist here, but that's fine. Um, Are we? Come on. We need to, he's very, no, no, yeah, you're right. You're right, right. You need to so, go in order. We talked about the welfare life. <laughs> Mom's motorcycle. Yeah. So let's go back to, so right. in those years that we were up in Ventura, Oxnard area, uh, stepdad 
number, I guess technically number two. There were a few. I think there were four total. Um, but okay. And all of them were phenomenal guys. Fuck, dude, you really danced yeah, to the raindrops. It, yeah, it, it was... Yeah, I yeah you didn't get I one asshole. No. That's freaking no. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So stepdad number two, that's where the motorcycle stuff comes in. Sure. Um, so he was, you know, bearded guy, looks a lot like, looked a lot like you there, B-Graph. Oh, fuck. Real handsome fella. Thank you. Um, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, whip that dick out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he was, he was Dad? very Dad? much into... <laughs> Very much into motorcycles. Yeah. Um, you know, always said that if it wasn't for my mom, he he had Harleys before mom and, you know, and uh, mom wasn't totally into the Harley thing. Sure. You know, so he had he had Hondas a bunch. Uh, uh, but mom started riding as well. Oh, shit. And so the family, all my my uncles rode all my uncles, East County. Redneck guys, <laughs> like this doesn't, you know, <laughs> the Spaniard. Like this just doesn't. The redneck doesn't Spaniard, fit in. yeah, the <laughs> most redneck, you know, Spaniard you're ever gonna meet. Uh, but they all rode motorcycles. Um, so yeah, all I think from, you know, from as early as I can remember, I think I was four, five, maybe. I was on the back of mom's bike, and we're just ripping around, going to events. So cool. I was, you know, I'm like this little kid, and I've got uh, these kick-ass cowboy boots. Yes. This badass cowboy hat with like a feather, you know, trim do you thing have the around the top. I do. Oh, yeah. You're going to need to send it to me. I will send it to you. <laughs> and then I had this badass leather vest. Fuck yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Talk about dicks getting hard. What? Right? Well, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> with all the pins from all the runs, all the events that we would go to. Oh, you know, back so in awesome. the day, you go to an event, <laughs> yeah. they would give you a pin. You yeah. Know? So I had all that stuff. And uh, yeah, dude, I... So you've got over a million miles on a bike. I was rolling pretty fucking hard. Yeah, (laughs) straight up. Then most. Most motherfuckers have a bike. You think you probably rode more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mom was, mom, and I don't want to even say used to ride because mom now, um, she went and got herself back on a bike. She's got a. uh, Tri-glide? No. It's it's like a, I I don't know, like the, the smaller bikes. It's like a 350 or something. So it kind of looks like a scooter. Or something, okay. but but it gets up to you know like 70, 80 miles an hour, or shoot something it. Like that. So mom's fucking back on there, ripping, ripping it. it. Yeah, she's found her little her little squad, and uh, they're out there just she's out there killing it. Riding my mom rides more than most people. That's fucking <laughs> rad, dude. So, so yeah, That's those those days were were fun. Like I, uh, you know, we were just every weekend we were going somewhere, going to some events. You know, pitching a tent, hanging out, and uh, yeah, I never wanted to leave. So you know, stepdad shout out, and he passed away. But Conrad, yeah. he, uh, you know, he's the one that kind of opened my eyes to this. So he had yeah. subscription. He had a subscription to Easy Rider magazine yes. back in the day. Wow. Yes, and um, you know, so mom, you know, mom wasn't totally into. That scene, right? right. So those the were biker chicks. Yeah, scene. <laughs> those. So the magazines were always in the garage in a you know big box, and he must have had a subscription, you know, since the magazine came out. Because I mean, there were I would love boxes to see those. and boxes, 
And so I started going through there. And one day I was like, I was like, these fucking centerfolds, these are badass. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to snag this one and put it up on the wall in my bedroom. I put it up there. You know, Conrad doesn't say anything. So I'm like, well, fuck. All right. Well, I'm going to get, you know, so I'm going to go get another one. And, you know, so I start grabbing all the centerfolds. And in no time, my entire bedroom wall, floor to, you know, probably not centerfolds. Is all Easy Rider (laughs) centerfolds all over the place. (laughs) And mom's not saying anything? Mom didn't care. Yeah. Mom didn't question all the empty Jack Daniels bottles. (laughs) <laughs> right, right on the shelf as well, and and the, I didn't drink uh, them, you know, got them from Conrad. Right. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that he was. He didn't care time. either. No, he, okay. Well, he never that's... said. He never said anything. What a cool so dude. Thought, he probably walked by your bedroom, and was like, "At a boy, that's it. At a boy, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah." And I feel bad. You Were know, you going photo the... side or David Mann side? Oh, David Mann. Oh, yeah. fuck it was all yeah. the David Mann posters. Oh, for sure. Right. It was all the David Mann stuff. So, no, nah, I wasn't putting up, you know, the titties out. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Big old fucking bush. Bush. Right. Yeah. God. Looking like B Graph's beard. Right. Let me fucking look at Vidal Sassoon, that yeah. shit. Ooh. Yeah, it was David Mann all right. over That's fucking the place. awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, huge fan. But, uh, yeah, so that, was, that so, was a good time. So, on the checklist, it says Real Dad. Yeah, so real dad. That was uh, Conrad, the span, the Spaniard. No, you see, it's so confusing, right? All fucked up. Well, no, the Spaniard's the sperm donor. Remember? Yes, sir. Oh, see, he's paying attention. Oh, Shut the well, fuck up, Andrew. Well, that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. Hey, yeah. thanks a lot, Andrew. Good looking. Yeah, so the way it goes is there was there's the the sperm donor, mm-hmm. and then real dad, mm-hmm. who was the alcoholic. Right. Got it. First one. Yeah, and then and then Conrad. Was the uh, was the next stepdad? So yeah, I think we touched on real dad. Like yeah. he was just yeah. awesome, always there. Um, you know, there's more more to it. We'll circle back. Of, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. A, what about uh, smoking in the boys' room? Oh Jesus! Yes, so that's a good song. smoking in the yeah. boys' so room. I was, wait, I was waiting for that. I should have went like this. Get a B graph. Right. Smoking <laughs> in the boys' room. Hey. So yeah, that's when things started to get. Uh, a little spicy, I guess. So I have I have two uncles that are a year and a half and two and a half years older than me. So grandma. <laughs> wow. It just runs in the family, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's seven, six, seven kids. And pretty sure there's four or five, four different. Dads, runs in the family. Dads, dads <laughs> or, wow. uh for my uncles and aunts. Awesome. I love them all to death. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have, uh, I have two uncles, a year and a half and two, two and a half years older than me. And so I would, I would come down and spend a lot of time in the summers and school breaks at grandma's house, hang out all the time. And, uh, so my, uh, uncle Jim, who is a year and a half, yeah, I think he's about a year and a half older than me. Kind of like an older brother. Sure. Um, you know, so, and they lived in, in PQ. And uh, so we... He, PQ, that's right next to what? Arbe. Hey, <laughs> right <laughs> no, You're late there. for that? We already crossed this bridge, <laughs> you prick. Uh, <laughs> had a pee. But, uh, so, so yeah, Uncle Jim had some, some local homies there <laughs> that were up to no good. And... Uh, Brought me along for the ride. Yes. 
So um, buckle up, baby. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was fairly innocent, I think, until about the fifth grade, sixth grade. So going into about the sixth grade, um, we were hanging out uh, in some alleyways there in uh, in PQ, uh, experimenting sure. with a few things here and there. You know, Touch and go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, back then, you know, grandma had no idea what, you know, she's like, why are your eyes red? Well, it worked out when I was when I was little. I had like an eye infection thing that, that nobody figured out for a long time. So I had red eyes like <laughs> all Perfect the time. Yes. <laughs> I had red eyes forever. And, you know, so no different. And... Um, <laughs> You know, so we'd be hanging out all day. You know, that was in the day you'd you'd wake up first thing in the morning and and you know leave the house and not come back till till the sun went down. God, and the glory know, days. So dude, it was such would, great days. I can't you know. like I couldn't even imagine doing that with my child right now. No. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. We we've said that before, but it's like there, there's way too many creeps. But man. To not come home until yeah. you see the streetlights come on, yeah. like that's not existent anymore. Yeah. I mean, maybe it yeah, is. We got it it is a lot of trouble though, so maybe it's not the best. Thing. We got another guy that we're gonna bring on the podcast, BG Uptill, and I think I said your name right, but he's fucking. Uh, he owns a jujitsu gym in. Uh, it's probably an all combat gym, but he trains jujitsu, and he has one of his daughters is one of the. Uh, teachers there and he's like yeah no i'm not raising no fucking victims and i think that's what it comes down to like you gotta wish a motherfucker would yeah. pull up on my kid and she'll be ready to fucking kick you in the sack and gouge your goddamn eye out yeah. <laughs> so you just gotta be ready for that but like growing up what was it in pq like i've been out there and it's very suburban so there is going and fucking off in the woods for fucking six hours getting stoned and building a tree fort and then coming home it was no so so on the what side would that be? The other side of the 15 freeway. What side? It's all, uh, God, what would that be? The south, southeast side. Mm. It used to just be all just hills. Right. So back in the day, we would go down, and there was a big tunnel that would go under the freeway. Oh, shit. So no, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. tunnel's still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we would go under that tunnel, and then... And it's just like yeah, wide open, wide open, right. wide open. There's, there's, like there. there's like a fucking lake and a, or a pond down there too. Probably it's been a while. Yeah, it's <laughs> dried up a bit now. Yeah, yeah. But so now you know it's all developed out there. But yeah, we used to go down there and hang out in that tunnel. Go to the other side, you know, rip around on bikes and right. you know, smoke a little something, <laughs> a little jazz cabbage, a little bit uh, jazz cabbage. So yeah. It, <laughs> So we'd be gone, you know, out all day long. And uh, so as time went, um, you know, we started experimenting with narcotics, different things. <laughs> sure. The fun and, stuff. Uh, yeah, the fun stuff. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I can fucking vacuum all day long. <laughs> like, right. Wow. Grandma's like, oh, thanks for cleaning the whole house. Not a problem, Grandma. No problem, no problem Grandma. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. You hungry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I'll no. no. no, wait till right I get now. down. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we, um, we would dabble in, uh, boy, and I tell you, right before I retired from the Navy, I used to joke like, man, I can't wait to get out. I'm going to roll the biggest, fattest, <laughs> fucking dupe and just get so blazed. Right. And 
it wasn't until probably about six months after I retired when I, when I finally did. Yeah. And I smoked something and I was like, oh, yep. fucked up. I'm not like, having a good time. Not a good time. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is not, you know. So like, when were you, how a, old, it would have been so I was 83, in, 84 when you're fucking around in the woods. Yeah. And smoking like that. that fucking yeah. brick weed. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit yeah. different these days. And, yeah. yeah. And, you know, exactly. I just, I remember we'd get, you know, a, a nickel. And, <laughs> a nickel uh, bag. A nickel Straight bag. <laughs> and, you know be able to sit there and, you know, smoke a joint in the homie's garage and be like, okay, yeah, this is great. Giggling, <laughs> laughing, yeah. you know, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know. But, Nowadays you smoke that but, same nickel in a, in a J dude, and you're like. Dude, dude I, yeah, I, the first thing that I smoked and I had no idea, you know, like I was whatever, how old ever I was in the eighties smoking that, you know, I smoked this thing and I'm like, I'm like, oh, Fucking jittery <laughs> and shaking, and I feel like you know the world's just going. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is not cool. And I was talking to somebody, they're like, ah, oh, well, you probably smoked whatever indica or sativa, sativa. <laughs> something yeah. like that. And I'm like, what the fuck's the difference? Yeah, no. And uh, they're like, well, I sativa is the one that I think is a little bit more get you going. Yeah, that one. And so I think that's what it was. And they're like, ah, oh, you got to smoke some indica. And I was like, all right. So I did, and it was still. You know, yeah, anxiety ridden, yeah. stuck in the ground. It was not Rippling the entire time. Yeah. yeah, it was not. Yeah, take this one, and then you're more crippled. Or yeah. take this one, and then you're fucking just dead on your dick. Yeah, you know? so yeah. it, it was not. You know, it's not what I remember. No, from being a kid, and uh, so yeah, yeah, we was real. It was light. You know what I mean? It yeah. really was. I remember getting hay bales of fucking weed. Right. You know what I mean? My buddy, he fucking used a chainsaw to cut it. No oh, shit. Fuck. We got literally like. A fucking bail. And yeah. this dude has a chainsaw. Fucking shout out. Ounce by ounce. Yeah. <laughs> DRC crew, man. Fucking <laughs> chainsaw fucking and cutting that fucking bail. Yeah. <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, PQ, we were, you know, we were out running around. I remember there was this dude, in retrospect, that, the guy must have been like 20, 22, something like right. that. You know, and I'm like, I don't know. 12, <laughs> 13, yeah, you know, right. my uncle's 15, his buddy, um, you know, is probably 16, but this dude, this older guy, he had this scooter, I like where this, this fucking little moped scooter right, right. thing, and he would just rip around, and we were like, dude, that's so fucking cool. I know. Like, he's got a fucking scooter. He's cruising. We're, you know, trying to keep up on our huffies, you know, huffies, <laughs> you know, but in retrospect, I'm like, who the who the fuck is this guy? And why is he hanging around with, you know, right. some 13, 14 Well, he's riding a scooter. Kids. We can look at it now and be right. like, oh, okay, he's a fucking DJ. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But but he had the hookup for the uh, for the other stuff that we would experiment mm, with. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so once he hooked us up with that, we had no problem keeping up with him. <laughs> on our and he's on his scooter. So, uh, yeah, it was a weird... Weird time, uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. So, you know, I was, it was weird because I was always able to do that on school vacation, summer break or whatever, and then go back home to Oxnard and then just, you know, back to school. Yep. You know. Integrating back into it. Yeah. Doing, you know, and I always had really good grades in school, um, you know, so it was never... 
you know, it was never anything that, that, you know, I just, I don't really have an addictive personality. I get obsessed about certain things. Yeah. Absolutely. Some might argue that that is an addictive trait. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But fuck them. Yeah. So Um, they don't know shit. Next on the checklist is boiler room, but I'm just curious, did you join the Navy fresh out of high school? No. No. no, That was. Oh, so what's what's the boiler room? That was much later. So, yeah. So, you know, we were getting in trouble and stuff, hanging out, uh, NPQ. And then we, family, we finally moved back down to San Diego. Mom got a really good job. Um, and uh, it brought us back down to San Diego. Uh, and that was in seventh grade. So still in those summers, uh, seventh grade, um, still raging quite raging quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Eighth grade show up. I went to uh, middle school and high school down in Chula Vista and uh, kind of raged pretty good right until I started high school. So as soon as I got into high school and I was like, you know what? Actually, not, and I got a girlfriend, you know, dated the same chick for all through, all through high school. Um, you know, so I just wasn't doing that kind of stuff mm-hmm. anymore. So high school went, you know, pretty calm. That's kind of crazy though. Cause that, at that point it would have been like mid eighties and yeah. the crack pandemic is like, yeah, it's the new it's what is now the fentanyl. You know what I mean? Everybody's right. either selling drugs or fucking smoking them. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I maybe I just didn't see it because I was always hanging out with my really girlfriend and oh, that makes sense. And uh, um, you know, I didn't really see it that much down there. Um, you know, like we were in high school back in the day. There was a smoking section. Oh fuck! You know, so we would. There was a a, a place you know, right behind the high school that we were allowed to go, you know, right. 15, 16, 17 years old, go and smoke. And smoke yeah. camel filters. We, no, we, were the day. we did, we did too in Ramona. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Across the street. It was like the smoking corner. Yeah. Damn. Like, no, but this was, was okay on campus. Do. Oh, wow. Fuck this off. Was <laughs> on, on, this was Jesus on Christ. campus. <laughs> you know, Teachers so. come up and ask you for a light. Yeah. And, you know. How liquor, fucking funny is the that? The liquor store right around the corner. I remember being able to go buy a pack of Marlboro Reds for a buck. Fuck oh. you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> for a dollar. And then just roll up to school and, you know. Selling for 50 cents a piece. And, you know, hanging out in the smoking section at school and just smoke away. Fuck. But uh, but yeah, then I kind of moved moved past that. Stopped smoking. Stopped you know wasn't doing anything. Finished high school was fine, and then my senior year, I uh, I you know kind of abruptly um, broke up with that girlfriend and started dating this other chick. And right uh, away, probably. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, no, I back never I yeah. never will leave one relationship. Unless I have another story. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Very codependent. Yeah. Well. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that was, that one was not cool. Um, but then I started dating this other chick and, uh, she was, uh, you know, we would, we would, we would get dressed up all the time. I started, um, working at a suit store like selling suits actually i started there cleaning fucking toilets and stuff but i would get super dressed up i'd go in there i'd clean the toilets and then eventually they 
they made you me a, a sales. Yeah, they gave they made me a salesperson. But in that period, I started getting super interested in business stuff. Um, you know, the movie Wall Street was out, so I'm like, oh yeah, Gordon Greco, I'm fucking Gigi. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be me. Yeah, right. and uh, and then you, you know, watch Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I uh, so uh, apply to schools. End up, I'm gonna go to college up in San Francisco, and I. I roll up there two weeks after I graduated high school, packed up my car and just left and was supposed to start school. And while I'm hanging out there in the, in the meantime, I find this article in the newspaper and the one ads, like, Hey, we're looking for stockbrokers. I'm like, Oh, I can do that. Sure. And so I, I call, I call the art, I call the number on there. They're like, yeah, come on in. And I walk in and it's, you know, these, these Guido looking dudes from, you know, New Jersey, New York, but they're like, Oh, you want to sell stocks? I'm like, yeah, I can sell shit. And, uh, they're like, okay, well, you know, you just got to pay us $700 so that we can get you in a class mm. to study for the series 763, you know, the, the licenses to do it. And, um, uh, and if you pass, you know, we got a desk for you. I'm like, well, fuck yeah. 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 So I uh I went out and got a credit card real quick. Oh shit. <laughs> and, God. and I and I <laughs> right and I uh I took the class and I was eighteen years old. I passed the exams and I started working as a stockbroker in San Francisco. Oh now as soon as you said that, you saw the ad, I was like, I know what the boiler room is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was uh, it was an interesting time. So in retrospect, you know, it didn't take me too long to figure it out. But uh, I roll in and we are selling just fucking penny stocks. Yep, just absolute garbage. Yeah, <laughs> but when I first showed up, I just got lucky. So I I show up and they're like, okay, we got an IPO coming out, um, and it's like this, you know, dental laser some bullshit. Right. They're like, oh, but it's gonna be great. You know, it's the next best thing. And uh, so we brought it out at a dollar. So I'm just doing my thing, fucking cold calling 500 times, a, you know, dialing yeah. the phone 500 times a day. And I start selling this shit. And then I keep selling more and more and more and more. Right. And uh, long story short, uh, six months later, I sell out a whole bunch of clients at 20 bucks a share. Oh, fuck. And so I made a fuck done. You were right. making 50% of they, whatever you sold. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, fucking so the, slang. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so in that shitty kind of type of market, you make money between the spread, the spread between the bid and the ask. And, you know, when it's, you know, when they're on the pink sheets or these, you know, little tiny uh, penny stock kind of things. Um, spread's pretty big. The spread's pretty big, yeah. And so, yeah, we were getting, you know, 50% of that. Yeah. And uh, what year was this? This was 1990. Yeah, the year oh, that yeah. I was born. Yeah. Hey, the year that yeah. you were born. Just so you know, me and him share the same birthday on the same day, same day, same year. No shit. 3,000 yeah. miles apart. Wow. Yep. What are the odds? Pretty good. Yes. Pretty good. It's crazy. Nine yeah. months before June 12th is a fucking wild time to be having sex, apparently. <laughs> yeah. God made two jabronis at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a June baby as well. What? June what? June 5th. Hey, Gemini's. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, clean, my clean date is fucking June 11th. Really? Yeah. That's a good month. Hey. Hey. That's a good month. I don't, you know, we'll I'm give you a pass. Of, I'm part of the crew now. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, so I I was like, fuck, I got this figured out. <laughs> like this is not hard. So there were uh, two other guys um, that were in the same shop as I was, and we're like, like we don't need these guys. We can oh, do this ourselves. Got it. And we had made like a stupid amount of money. So we're like, you know what? We're gonna go out and we're just gonna do this on our own. So so we like so we leave and. Uh, we start looking around. There was no internet or anything at the time, so we're looking through newspapers and shit like Yellow that. Pages. Right, and we find this dude that's uh, selling a uh, a broker dealer shell, so the license, all that kind of stuff. And we're like, "Fuck it, let's buy this." Oh God! And so we <laughs> we meet up with this guy, um, and uh, and so we buy the shell, and I'm 18, like. Pushing nineteen with like thirty, starting 40 a broker dealership. Cash. Oh, more than that. Oh, son. Oh, damn. <laughs> Get him. Excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. So you're like liquid north of hundred k. Yeah, that's. Oh my that god, like, that bro. Like more, dude. In the early nineties. Yeah. Oh, keep way, going. Way more than that. Oh my god, dude. That. God damn. So and you're eighteen. Yeah, and don't know what to fucking do. Could with you it. imagine yeah. if that was us? We would be dead. I'd be dead. Yeah. This oh, podcast guaranteed. wouldn't guaranteed. exist because we would have OD'd. Well, <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, so they'll we say were, that. We were, we were, you know, I mean, it was 1990, so the 80s just finished. Sure. So 80s was all about freebase. Yeah, all kinds of, you know. So we were, we were partying. We were having <laughs> a good time. Um, so we we buy this, we buy this company, and uh, I go and set up this office. In a building right in the financial district in San Francisco, um, and I start hi- hiring brokers. And next thing I know, you know, I've got I don't know, there's 25, 30 guys. Dude, you're a wo- fucking there. West Coast wolf. wolf I was literally going to say the same like, shit, dude. It's, it it's identical. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So, so we start just fucking just cranking stuff out, and uh, money is stupid. So I'm so now I'm nineteen, and I've got a penthouse. In San Francisco, you guys remember the big fire that, well, you may not even remember because you were just born, but you may have read about it. There was Oakland burned up mm-hmm. in, in 1990. Like the whole hillsides were just all on fire. So I'm sitting on my, on the deck at my penthouse, right? you know, watching all of this stuff go down, you know, just like, man, where the fuck am I? What am I doing here? Mm. Um but yeah, so it was uh, it was a good time. We, uh, I think I think I used to get a lot of business just because I was such an anomaly. People were like, "Who's this kid?" You know, like whiz kid or some stupid shit. Right. I'm like, no man, I'm just here. I don't I don't know any better. You know, and uh, so yeah, I bet you're super savvy. You know what I mean? Just you'd be able to, because it's all about how do you speak to somebody. That's uh-huh. all it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Sell the sizzle. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. So it's like B-Graph real quick to interrupt you. Like this fucker can sell ice to anybody. Yeah. You know Sell what I mean? hot coffee in hell, baby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm serious. He's a salesman. So yeah. I, I I can picture you, I mean, with the name Juan Philippe T. Come on. Right. Stop fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then we start getting real comfortable, kind of cocky. And, and I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to have to actually have to be here and manage all these people all the time. So I'm like, I'm going to hire a branch manager. So we bring this guy in and uh, he had just come from doing real estate limited partnership stuff. And he starts telling us all about this. He's like, oh man, we can make so much money doing that. 
well, fuck yeah, yeah that I sounds like good. Like, let's bring you know, channel. let's let's do it. <laughs> and so we uh, we set up this real estate limited partnership, um, and we buy an option on this huge piece of land in the East Bay of San Francisco. And we've got we had done a couple of small little spec deals, a couple of houses here, a couple of houses there, um, with some investors from overseas from Singapore. And so they were super stoked. Uh, so we bought this option on this piece of property, and uh, and they're like, "Yeah, let's, you know, let's let's build this shit." So we were going to build 212 houses. Oh my god! In the East Bay of wow. San Francisco, and uh, like the money, you know, I'm I'm like going through the numbers in my head. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like this, yeah, this, this is some cash. This is good. <laughs> like okay, and. Um, and so the investors were like, okay, well, we're going to fly out. You know, we want to look around, get a look around and meet face-to-face because we hadn't met face-to-face. The, the, the branch manager that we brought in knew these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, uh, they fly into Los Angeles. They're like, yeah, we're going to fly into Los Angeles, look at a couple of things, and then, and then we're going to head up to San Francisco and, and meet with you guys. And um, so they come into Los Angeles and they come up and uh, we sit down. And they're like real distant, you know, it's kind of weird. So partners and I were like, what the fuck is going on here? And um, a few pleasantries here and there. And they're like, well, we're not going to do this deal. We're going to do another one down in Los Angeles. We're like, we're like, wait, what? (laughs) And uh, so they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to do it. And so because we knew this deal was going to be huge. Oh fuck. It took a lot of cash to get this option on this piece of property and get things going. So to have a back in the day, things have changed, you know, after the, after that last crash and all that stuff, it got real, um, real complicated. Like there's no way a dumbass kid (laughs) like me would have, you know, would be able to go and start something like this now. Right. Um, but you had to have a certain amount of money in an escrow account to guarantee um, to guarantee the business. Well, it never really said that that escrow account couldn't be like you know pledged in a few different places. <laughs> oh. So so we we kind of pledged we kind of you know the the money that we used. Not kind of. We absolutely the money that we use <laughs> to uh, uh, to buy the option on this piece of property was also the escrow account for for the uh, for the broker dealer, and so when they said, "Okay, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna do it," we're like, "Oh fuck, we got to go out and find you know a few million bucks here real fast," and uh, so we started hitting the street real quick and. Back up just a little bit before before this all started to kind of get a little weird. We had uh, back in the day they called themselves Kaufman and Broad. It's KB Homes now. Oh shit! But Kaufman and Broad came to us and we're like, hey, they were like, hey, we want that option. We want that piece of property. We'll double your money. Oof. And we're like, oh fuck, KB wants it. Like, oh, we're good. We're, like, <laughs> we're we're making some we're making some money here. They're like, no, sorry. And, uh, and so once we needed 
some funding to, to make the whole thing come together. All I can think is like the word kind of got out that, that they fell apart, uh, that it was falling apart. And so with an option, it's not, you don't own, you don't own the property yet. You just have the option to buy it. Right. And uh, so word got out that, you know, it was a great piece of property and uh, we couldn't get, we couldn't get any money. So the whole fucking house of cards came tumbling down. And uh, so without the, without the escrow account, you know, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't stay open. Um, and uh, yeah, so it all, you know, it all fell apart. I was, I was engaged at the time. The chick was like, oh, no, I'm good. Like, oh, yeah. oh you're broke? Oh, mm. okay. on to the next. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and uh, it was going to, it was, you know, such a sure deal. We had people's money in it that we cared about. So dad had a bunch of money right. in it as well, which, you know, was basically his entire life savings. Fuck. And it was lost? Yeah. Oh, my Fucking God. Fucking lost. Lost everything. Jesus. And uh, so it's all falling apart. Um, the last partner that was kind of sticking around for a while, he just one night up and disappeared. He went into the office, took all the all the computer equipment and stuff sure. that we had. It was gone. And I've never, you know, I mean, really? this was, yeah. I mean, it's 30, Damn. 30 something years. I've never... Heard from him since. Never heard from him since. Wow. And uh, so I'm just sitting there, you know, like the whole fucking world's just collapsing Mm -hmm. down around me. And uh, I'm like, well, fuck, what do I do now? Like, well, maybe I should just go back to San Diego and go back to college. Maybe I don't know (laughs) everything. (laughs) And how old are you at this point? I was, yeah. Oh my yeah, god! In two years, yeah. So, oh. K, so KB Homes is basically they fucked you. Yeah, I mean, they at did. The, at the end of the yeah, day, there's 212 houses in the East Bay of San Francisco right now that were fucking mine. Oh, oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so they, they came in. They in. came in. They bought it. Oh, wow! And, uh, yeah, God bless. The irony is, the house that I own right now was built by KB. <laughs> <laughs> Constant like reminder, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it all fell apart and. Um, so I literally went from, you know, penthouse there in San Francisco, came back down with my tail between my legs mm. uh, and moved in with my dad, who was right here in the area. He had a condo and uh, I was dead broke. Yeah. He was dead broke. Oof. And Did he have a resentment to that or no? You know what? He never, he never yelled at me. He oh. never... Never you showed know, it. Never, never showed anything. Okay. And so to, to kind of rewind a little bit. So right as it was starting to fall apart, um, and even before then, I dad would call every now and then. He just sounded weird, just sounded way, way off. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I've got some, you know, this new, new chick that I'm hanging out with. And, you know, we're out hanging out. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, dad. You know, because I was... You know, I was up there doing my thing. I, I didn't, you know. Driving Ferraris. <laughs> I was, you know, I was being a punk. Like, I, you know, I wasn't coming down to yeah. to see dad and, you know. You're and stuck in your own little yeah, world. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. So, um, so I could tell, like, something was a little bit off. And so right, 
right as it was all falling apart, dad was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fly up to see you. Uh, I'm like, okay, great. So I go to pick him up at the airport and I look at him and I'm mm. like, what the fuck is wrong with it? He was fucking drunk. Oh, oh shit. And, um, and I, he goes to get his, his carry on bag and there's like liquid pouring out of it. Right. And I'm like, what, what is that? And he, you know, he pulls out and he, <laughs> he had like a crystal decanter. Oh fuck. Full of booze. Right. In there. Pouring out of the bag. Fucking pouring out everywhere. It just the scene, you know, and this is, I have never, you know, I had never seen right. this part of him. Right. Ever. And, um, yeah, so he, I guess, you know, while I was gone, started hooking up with this, with this check that, you know, got him drinking again or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he was just, he was a fucking mess. Yeah, mess. Maybe that's know. that. Maybe that's where he bottled everything. Obviously, inside too. You know. Yeah. That's I mean, you still you had. It sounds like you had some really great men around you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So I come, I come back, and you know, I move in with him, and yeah, he's he's drinking, and I'm like, this is just you know, like everything had changed. You know, starting from starting from scratch here and uh and so this is where pastor Juan comes in to play okay (laughs) so make sure you're on the checklist i may or may not be on the checklist but that's all right we can circle no no he is am i so boiler room to bankruptcy so yeah so you you did okay so yeah. yeah well i didn't actually have to that's the craziest thing is everything collapses up there and you know, like I had like this half a million dollar lease on this office building and all the furniture and all this, sh- all this shit. Yeah. And as everything's falling apart, it, you know, everybody else just runs. Right. Just they're bails. They're, yeah, they're gone. gone. And I'm like, well, you know, so I start calling, I call the, the, uh, the broker that, that got us the office space. And I'm like, Hey man, like it's, it's over. He's like, right. he's like, what? I'm like, it's, it's over. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's all gone. He's like, oh wow, okay, and that was it. Damn, <laughs> never came back. They never came after me. Um, all the computer stuff that was just gone, never came. Never um, came looking for you. Never. Wow. Nothing. Um, you know. So the only thing that I walked out of there was, I think I had probably like. I don't know, $10,000 and just personal credit card debt that I couldn't pay. And that was right. it. Huh. And yeah, it was. So realistically, you fucking made out. I did. Yeah. I mean, so I you never been fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I Royally. never, I never actually had to file bankruptcy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was, you're in the, you're in I debt. was fucking toast. I yeah, was yeah. done. Yeah. Um, you know, and not to mention the, the money that, you know, friends and family had, had put into this thing. So that was the hardest the part. guilt. Yeah. yeah that was, I, was, I was about to say that, that hits pretty fucking hard. Yeah. Um, so get back to San Diego and I'm just like, fuck, what do I do? Like, I have no idea, you know what I'm going to do. And I'm out just running one day and this dude stops me and, you know, long story short, he's like, you want to go to church? You know, it was, wasn't quite that, but I'm like, well, 
okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I obviously I need some God in my life. Right. So thank something. You. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is all, you know, so I start, so I start going to this, going to this church. It was like a campus church thing and just doing that. And, uh, you know, typical me, I'm like so engrossed, obsessed in, in the new thing. So yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And then dad's there, you know, we're, broke there's nothing there's nothing there and uh i I came home one day and um there was some church thing you know so like these guys they came and and i was just gonna run inside grab something and leave and i go upstairs and you know i'm grabbing some things and i look and i see my dad laying on the bed and i'm like huh that's that's weird and so i'm like hey dad i'm grabbing this whatever and I'm going to wherever and I don't hear anything and um, so then I, I kind of open the door and I look and I'm like that's you know so I go to tap him doesn't fucking move and uh, so you know I I turn him over and he there's nothing there so I uh, you know I'm sitting there doing fucking CPR on my dad and you know, I stopped for a second. I, I run outside to the guys over there. I'm like, hey, fucking call 911. Something wrong with my dad. And um, so I go back in and, you know, I'm just there doing CPR as best as I can. And, uh, you know, I don't know how long I was doing it. Um, but, you know, fire firemen come in and, uh, um, you know, they take over and, take him off and that was it it was fucking he was gone fuck man yeah that's um, fucking heavy yeah so um so yeah i you know i the first the first death certificate that i saw um just said that he had a heart attack and so that was all i saw for years and years and my mom somehow or another i don't know why but she needed a death certificate a death certificate for something excuse me and uh she got one and she's like hey have you seen you know this and i was like no and uh so i guess there was a new death certificate and it turned out that he had od'd oh fuck yeah and uh and then had a heart attack or something because right, sure. because he od'd and and this was years later so you know i mean the the fucking guilt that I had already, um, you know, it was just amplified. Oh, there's no way to fucking, you just fucking eat yourself alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, that was not fun. No. Yeah. So what, what was he taking that caused the overdose? I have no idea. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. I just was curious. I have no idea. I think he was, if it was prescription or no, I, I so this this chick that he got in with that kind of got him going again on the alcohol. I think she was kind of doing the, whatever she could. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, so that went that kind of went south. So, uh, and in in the same area of time, you're do you just dive right into the church? Yeah. So I'm like, well, this is you know, I'm like that chapter was over. I literally. I I got, you know, like I still have my dad's wallet. 
I got his wallet. He had a debit card. I went in there. I think he had like 300 bucks left. Sure. I pulled that out. He had his, his car. You know, I got the keys to the car mm-hmm. and just left. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't mention that not only did he lose, because it was such a sure thing, he lost fuck. all of his money. We had right. we had used the um, the condo. Leverage the condo. Leverage oh, the condo. God damn. Oh, my God. So that was, yeah. So everything that I had, just I just evaporated. Fucking, I just walked away. Right. I, mean, I just I just yeah. closed the door. That was it. You know, yeah. I buried him. Uh, what was it? October twenty eighth, I think it was. And uh, what year? Nineteen ninety two. Fuck. Um, and uh, that was it. I just closed the door. I have mm-hmm. no idea. You know, it obviously was foreclosed on, sure. and you know all the shit that was in there. Yeah, it was theirs. You know, yeah, and just dove headfirst into uh, into the church, and um, and you know it was it felt good, right. you know it was, uh, you know things were going great, and they uh, the church was actually so when I met my ex wife was there, mm-hmm. um, and the church decided that they wanted us to go. Uh, be missionaries and set up churches down in Central America, South America, Central America. I didn't speak Spanish at all. Sure. You know, I mean, yeah, my name is Juan Felipe. But, <laughs> right. I'm know, a Spaniard. I didn't, you know, I couldn't speak. Of pepper. I couldn't speak Spanish. Um, so the the leaders of the church were like, well, if you're going to go set up missions down there, you got to learn the, the language. So they sent me to uh, Berlitz Language Academy, and, uh, and we were living up in uh, West Covina, at the time, uh, so we were going to this. I was going to this language academy there in Pasadena, and uh, I, you know, study Spanish all the time, and then go down and hang out the church people down in uh, TJ and just get immersed and started to started to learn it and mm-hmm. and uh, um, yeah, so that's that's where we were headed. Things got kind of weird uh, right before we were going to go. Um, and just decided, nope, this isn't, this isn't right. And yeah. so my, what got weird? Um, it kind of, honestly, just felt kind of cultish. Okay. Oof. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but now you know Spanish? Yeah. So yeah. I ended up, Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I can get by. Yeah. When the wife and I go down to go down to Mexico, we, we do fine. You're yeah. just fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, uh, I talked myself and some buddies out of, Getting our bikes repoed, coming out of Mexico oh. a few months ago. Holy <laughs> because shit! Of the, because of the the Spanish skills. So yeah, all right, we're gonna have so to yeah. go down this road. Yeah, so what well, happened there? Uh, so a buddy of mine and I we went down to uh, where did we go? We went down to Rosarito, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of time went on a little bit, and come back. And I the whole day I was like, hey man, let's just. Get back across the border before sure. before it gets dark, because mm-hmm. I know exactly where to go, how to go, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we're coming back, and it's starting to, you know, it's a little bit late. And uh, so we come back, and the road that I would normally take to, you know, to get there, the whole thing was shut down. Mm. Like the roads were shut down. I'm like, oh, right. 
fuck? No, no. Like, how the fuck, do, you know, how do we get out of here now? And uh, so we're just kind of following traffic. And uh, this other motorcycle guy is like a delivery guy. Comes zooming by. I'm like thinking in my head after, you know, a few too many <laughs> beers on the beach. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're just going to follow, follow this, guy. this guy. Follow this guy. Well, so he ends up like he rides over the the center divide and starts going the wrong way in places. And I'm, and, uh, and so I'm going, you know, we're following him <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, this probably isn't a good idea. So I, you know, I'm like, Oh, let's turn around and go. And by that time there's a, you know, a two, uh, yeah. Coming <laughs> down the road, like you with me. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so this, this chick comes up, she's, I think she was a cop. I'm not really sure. But she's like, she's like, well, you guys, you know, broke whatever law, this, this, and this. And uh, so it's $500 per bike or we're going to impound or we're going to take your bikes. Oof, that's nice. And I'm like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I start, you know, so then I start speaking in Spanish a little bit. And there, and she's like, oh, you speak Spanish. Right. In Spanish. And I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, well, uh, you know, so sh she starts explaining, well, you know, you, you know, you guys can't do that. And, and if you don't pay, you know, we're going to take the bikes and, and you right. guys are going down to the, down to the station. Sure. I'm like, well, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, how much is it really going to take? Right. And she goes over and talks to the guy, to the arresting officer. Right. And, uh, he's like, well, you know, follow me. Oh fuck! Oh god! And uh, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right, well, um, so we we get on the bikes and we go, you know, not far. We're actually towards the w the direction we need to go to get back across the border, and uh, we pull over, and uh, and he's like, well, how much you got? He's, and I'm yeah, like, well, why, I'm like, why are we over here? He's like, well, there's too many cameras over there, right? Oh, exactly. And and I'm like. Uh, and he's like, well, you know, how much do you have? And I know, you know, like I hadn't, I put money aside, I got buried, buried in the bike, you know, and, and, uh, you have to stay ready when you're, yeah. Out and I had, I think I had 20 bucks on me. Well, buddy of mine wasn't thinking that far ahead. Oh, and he had, I think he had like 60 bucks cash in his wallet. Right. And, uh, and you know, so I'm opening my wallet. I'm like, look, this is it. That's all I got. And right. I'm like, Dude, you know, show him and opens it up and I see that he's got, you know, like 60 bucks. I'm like, I look at him like, God damn it. Didn't I fucking tell you yeah. Put that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I said, well, that's it. You know, this is, this is what we got. And, uh, um, you know, and he's like, he's on a cell phone, you know, yeah. not on a, not, not on, on a radio, not on a radio. He's on a cell phone. He's calling, you know, and he's a motorcycle cop. And I notice, you know, on his, on his windscreen, he's got, this oh on his windscreen it's the know? forever two wheels logo for yeah the, right. the wheels because i'm too cheap to do video the winged wheel thing and so i start talking to him in spanish i'm like look we got the same thing we're motorcycle guys and uh and he's like he's like all right well just because you know we're motorcycle brothers you know 40 bucks then you can go Nice. So it went from 500 each impounding the bike to <laughs> I know, you know but I was I was 40 gonna, bucks. There's a, whenever you're in Mexico there's always a situation like that though where 
one person speaks to you and then they go to the other. It's, it's always like at a conference, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, hold on real quick. Let me go talk to so-and-so. Yeah, he had to get approval for the amount right. of money oh, you know, yeah. that, that he was going to accept to let us go. I've I've crossed a few times clean and uh, I always keep a, a keychain on me that states how much time I have. And I'm like, look, no drogas. Yeah. Multiple años. And yeah, they're like, right. oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the only time that we... Uh, we ever had any issue. And that was 100% yeah, my fault. Sure. Like, yeah. I was the dumbass, like riding over the median and stupid <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. thinking, like, oh, I own this fucking town. Yeah. Like, I can get us out of here. I'm just wondering uh, what uh, fucking road were you on that had a center line? Because every time I've driven to Mexico, it's just a road. There's yeah, a road and you figure it out. It was in like central TJ, right around the Costco there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd have to look at the map to try right. it. So I know fucking wild, when though. I'm down there, like, I know exactly how to, you know, go and. and get to the taco shop that we like to go to yeah. and how to get down to, you know, Rosarito. It's right. not in how to get back. And, you know, there's this certain way you cut through the, through a line. And, you know, so like it takes 10 we're minutes. Gonna, we're going to have to go there across. this summer. Yeah. I want to go. On it takes like TSR, dude, this month. Yeah. Or next month. Yeah. Oh, the March. Tijuana stunt ride. March. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> well, there's enough dudes there that speak Spanish that yeah. I'm just, you know, and a lot of people fucking go to it that are from the States. So, yeah. and so far, so good. Yeah. So, so you're still engaged when you're like, we ain't going to Central America. We were actually married. Oh, we, so you were we, married. Yeah, we'd got married um, at that point, And we were like, no, this just this just isn't right. And um, so we uh, were like, hey, we're leaving. We're packing it up. And. Uh, we come back to San Diego again and, um, yeah. And then, you know, I'm like, fuck, here we go again. Like, <laughs> fucking, you know, coming back to San Diego with my tail between my legs, like, fuck, what do we do now? I'm like, oh, well, fuck, maybe I should actually go to college. Mm. And so then I, you know, enrolled back at San Diego state and, and, uh, you know, went to college and got a degree. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I've got a couple of them actually. Holy shit. Yeah. So I <laughs> right when I was retiring from the Navy, I went back and used the GI Bill to get an MBA. That's right. So, yeah. uh, it's so, a master's in what? It's a ma- MBA is business. Oh, sh- oh, you're right. Yeah. Master in business arts. Yeah. yeah. Business. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay. Oh, you better do Let me- <laughs> <laughs> no, <not> Get some. <laughs> yeah, get his ass. So uh, LFG is always looking for advisors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because we don't turn a profit. Yeah. <laughs> We're self-sustaining now, and that's about all we got. That's good, though, man, to be able to actually keep going and, you know. It's not costing us uh, out of pocket anymore. Right. For now. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. No, that's. So you do get divorced huge. during college? Uh, No, actually. Uh, oh. So when I'm, yeah. So um, so while I'm at San Diego State, um, so rewind a little bit. So. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. you know, I was really influenced by movies. So, like, you know, Wall Street came out. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be fucking Gordon Gecko. Yes. Right. Like, that's me. But before that, Top Gun came out. That, oh, oh my yeah. fucking God. That is my favorite movie of all time. Right. The soundtrack is fucking mint. Yeah. I broke the fucking VHS from watching it so many times. Yeah. It's still so, my favorite movie. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm going to be fucking Maverick. Right. Yeah. Talk to me, Goose. So I... Uh, so I'm in high school. I'm like 15, and I'm like, I go to dad. I'm like, dad, you know what? I'm going to be a pilot. Like I'm going in the navy. I'm going to be a pilot. Right. But I want to start flying now. So what do you think? And my grandmother 
his not not my mom's mom but yeah his his mom yeah uh she had passed um a little bit before that and i guess had left left me some money or something yeah. and he's like yeah you know you got some money here just go to flight school go start flying so i was 15 and a half when i soloed First time out at Montgomery Field. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So Who did we like, invite uh, on this show? God damn. So I was like flying around, you know. Renaissance, and, uh, man. Yeah. So like I was, that was the plan, you know, right after Top Gun came out. Like, oh, I'm going right. to, you know, that's what I'm going to. Bum, 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 right. bum, bum. That's it. Take me right <laughs> into that's it. it. Do I got to sing every episode? Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. You guys yeah. want to hear it? No, okay, but hey, but honestly, that's crazy how many things that you did. I mean, we'll get to the part of that story, but you did a lot of things besides doing what you wanted to do, yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) I I mean, you fucking (laughs) flown a fucking plane at 15 and a half years old, 15 and a half. So, at the time, I don't know what the rules are now, but at the time, you had to be 15 and a half before you can solo, damn. And so, I was 15 and a half. My very first job ever. This is kind of crazy to think about now. My very first job ever, I drove the gas truck. I would put gas in airplanes <laughs> oh down shit. at Montgomery Field when I was 16. You know, wow. like I just had a driver's license, and I'm driving this fucking fuel truck. Wow. <laughs> this bomb on wheels. Right. You know, <laughs> certainly, not, certainly not an option now. Regulations are um, a little bit lax. A little bit since 9 11. Yeah. yeah. It's got a little right, tense. Right. So, yeah. could you fly right now? Yeah. Oh, my fucking. Oh, God. bro, we're about to get into it. This motherfucker yeah. can do it all. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, that was kind of the plan. And then, you know, I started dating this other chick, and we were like, you know, I was thinking I was going to be Gordon Gecko, and kind of <laughs> sure. got, you know, got, yeah, off deter. On, got off on that tangent. And mm-hmm. so I get back to, I'm in college, and I'm sitting in this class one day, and this dude rolls in, you know, he's got he's got his, his service dress blues on. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, so what are you, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm in I'm in ROTC. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. tell me about that. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, the, you know, we we have to wear a uniform and you know march around a little bit once a week. And uh, I was like, well, what what do you have to do to be in that? He's like, well, you just got to be in school and you know, right? I'll be a dumbass and <laughs> and get good grades and shave your face. And uh, so. So I was like, well, fuck, you know, that's what I wanted to do. Like, duh, I forgot all this time. Yeah. I'm out running around. And and uh, so I go back and again, this no Internet at the time. <laughs> so I get the school catalog and I'm flipping through the pages and I find this one little one little paragraph in there about this program. And it was called the baccalaureate degree completion program. And uh, so the way it worked is if they accepted you. You would enlist, um, but you didn't do anything. And then once you graduated, you went to officer candidate school. So I'm like, well, fuck, I can, you know, I apply for that. Mm-hmm. So I apply and I got accepted. Oh, first and shot. First shot. And and it was even more of a unique program because the contract that I signed to get in guaranteed a slot in flight school so long as I pass all the all the aviation physicals and and you know made it through officer candidate school and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I had a guaranteed slot. You know when I signed the contract, sure. most people, you know, for officers they go through, you know, and they don't get to select until their senior year. And yeah. you know they can, you know, 
And they make every summer they make you go do midshipman shit. Yeah, and they go do. Yeah, I didn't have to do any of that. So shit. for those that don't know, midship when you're a midshipman, you go and you do all the jobs as an intern for free, and you you're like oh, you go on a sub or you go on a carrier or you go fucking hang with the Marines. You do all the shit that way. When you get to your senior year, you're like. Okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And then the Navy's like, nah, fuck you. This yeah. is what you get to do. This is what, yeah. And then Big Navy steps in and, <laughs> yeah. and lets you know that you don't have a fucking choice. Right. right. Uh, so, yeah, it, it worked out. So I I enlisted in the Navy July 28th, 1996. And one of the pieces of paper that I signed said, you're not allowed to wear a uniform. You, you, don't, you don't have to go anywhere. Mm. You just have to... Uh, Send us your grades each semester, and if you make the dean's list each semester, you get promoted. <laughs> so, Damn! And wow. uh, and then I was getting paid. Um, so you know, I mean, I didn't. The money was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just went through school. I uh, I think I by the time I went to OCS, I'd been on the dean's list enough times. I think I was already like an E five. Um, Damn. And uh, I went to officer candidate school down in Pensacola, Florida. And um, yeah, how, that how was, was a, that? Oh, fuck me. I know some stories about Pensacola. So it's where all all military, as far as I know, is their aviation schools are. And I know because the Marine Corps aviation goes down there. Yeah. There's Navy. There's Air Force. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the Army shows up there. Yeah. But fucking Marines tell stories about fucking going to Pensacola and boy, do they live it up. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was eye opening for sure. Um, you know, so I born and raised in, in, in San Diego, you know, so we don't really have weather no, here, no. you know, so the, the day I fly into Pensacola, I get off the plane and there's like this fucking thunderstorm from right. hell. Going, <laughs> I'm like, holy yeah. fuck fuck, what is going on? It's just like, you know, thunder dumping. and lightning and yeah. dumping. I'm like, Jesus Christ, where am I? And uh, so I go, and the first day, you know, we report, and the senior kids in OCS are kind of in charge of the intake, you know, so they're running around, you know, yeah. barking orders, all sure. this kind of shit, you know, so we're trying to, you know, not nearly as, as intense, I'm sure, as, you know, as it's getting off the bus to to <laughs> yeah. to recruit depot. I've watched there. a plethora of OCS candidate school and it, it sounds just like that. Like it is. I was just chugging Natty Light with my homies in the frat playing rugby and now I'm getting screamed at. I don't know if I want to fucking do this. Right. Yeah. So Bro, you're sounding a lot like RB right there. <laughs> well, our back. I was like, and I. Okay. First off, fuck off. <laughs> But yeah, so does it really? It's ran by the senior well, classes. That was just through the just check intake. in, and then once we're actually classed up, you know, they they bring us all in, and then all the fucking drill instructors. Roll yes. In. So Marine Corps drill instructors oh, run OCS. Fuck it's me. Fucking awesome. Yeah. So I, I we're sitting there, and all these fucking mean looking mm. drill instructors. Come out, you know, the smoky bears like fucking pulled mm. all the way down. You can't really yeah. see their eyes. Let me tuck or, my chubby real quick. Right? <sighs> you know, and they're all. Does, the, you know, does the, the Navy have like a, you know, how Marines is like hoorah or whatever? Yeah, they say hoo-yah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But that's, it's it was a Navy SEAL thing, but I think the whole Navy says it. No. 
No. Oh, okay. No, not really. It's not really a Navy <laughs> SEAL thing, or it's not really a whole No, Navy the Navy SEAL, yeah. They'll, that's a hoo thing. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they're a hoo but nobody else. And rescue swimmers yeah. do that. The rest of the name says, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good yeah. to see you, babe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so we... <laughs> So yeah, the drill instructor comes in and uh, they're fucking scary looking, and uh, frog voice. Yeah, just like holy shit, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> yeah. And then you know, my class drill instructor comes in, and uh, you know, class drill instructor, gunnery sergeant Irwin, United States Marine Corps. Ira, fucking shout out. Yeah, uh, he just starts fucking tearing us apart. Fucking <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, like I, I. You know, you lose your voice within a day or two. <laughs> Straight full metal jacket shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's probably 10x yeah. what Gunny Army did. Yeah. Yeah. This is what, 97, 96? This is 98. 98. <sighs> 98. So you're, you're still able to do a lot of things. Yeah. Then, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. You know, once you kind of, once you kind of get through it and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, yeah. um, you know, he's not really going to kill me. Um, he's going to come close, though. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like I can, <laughs> I can do this. And then after a little bit, it just becomes funny. <laughs> you know, the things they will say right. just fucking, you know, we, it took everything we had to keep a straight face. <laughs> and, you know, towards the end, right before we graduated, you know, he would, he, he just took it to a whole nother level. And, you know, he would laugh, we would laugh. It was it was funny, but uh, yeah, some of the best memories were running around, getting ready to go in the chow hall, lined up. You know, we had to say certain things and and uh, assault the chow uh, assault the chow hall, right. squad one, <laughs> squad one, kill. <laughs> Just fucking stupid shit. <laughs> and then uh, and and then he, you know, drill instructor looks over at the ground. He's like, "Oh, my fucking squirrels are out." <laughs> He's like. Well, go fucking salute my squirrels. <laughs> so we're running around, a whole class running around, fucking saluting squirrels. <laughs> just like trying to keep a straight face. Right. It was just, it was just hilarious. So, good shit. So yeah, good times. I, I, uh, yeah, I'm glad I did it. Uh, they they come up with some of the most creative shit ever. When I was in boot camp, my drill instructor, my kill hat took my soul and put it in a rock and I had to keep my rock and my soul in my left breast pocket. And at any point in time, I would have to pull this rock out and present it Yeah, and then put it back in my fucking left breast pocket. And if you didn't have that, God if you, I lost you. the rock and I got smoked for like what felt like three days. Yeah. Wow. You lost your soul graph. That means you belong to me. <laughs> you belong to me. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. You're so you're an OCS and you're already like, is that flight school or is it no, OCS so, for everybody? So back in the day, uh, Pensacola was where guys would go for it. They used to call it AOCS, AOCS, Aviation Officer Candidate School. Mm -hmm. So it used to just be only pilots, NFOs that would go. Um, but then they combined it all. So there was uh, two classes after me. I don't know what they were thinking. But they had three prior enlisted SEAL guys oh boy. going through OCS. They put them all in the same class. Oh, boy. And those guys just fucking run <laughs> amok, you know, because obviously it's a joke to them. You know, right. like we just have right. to do this to, right. you know, get get commissioned and, and move on. 
but yeah, so they they take you know it's it's uh, surface guys, submarine guys, supply guys, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there was a whole mix. Um, you know, some very athletic, some not very athletic. Not very sure. You know, so it was uh, it was a good time. So what happens after OCS? So OCS, you get billeted. Yeah. So so all I I just had to pass OCS. I had already before. I went to OCS. I did all the aviation screening, you know, so I was good. Eyesight was, was good. I think I had like 2010. I can't, you know, my eyesight's fucking, it's not even <laughs> junk funny. now. Yeah. It's not even fair. So, like I remember I used to, I used to wear like an Apple watch. I had one a while ago and I remember one day I'm driving the car and like it dings and I go to look at it and I catch myself doing one of these things, you know, I pull oh, my, fuck. Pull my arm right. out and pull it back in to, to be able to read. I'm like, what oh, the draw focus here? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? was that so yeah now you know like i read my phone i'm like oh, i gotta do this thing pull it way out to, I, to be able to read it bro, this is yeah. this is fucked up this is where i'm at right now yeah turn 41 and i got fucking readers i mean they're very light readers but at oh, the end but of the it day makes i'm not such a big in, difference in the fucking morning hold on old guys are talking here i'm sorry excuse me all back but in the mornings my, they're adjusting yeah so i'm blind if i yeah. open the store i'm fucking blind and i have a pair of glasses that i wear just for the morning and by like 10 or 11 then you don't need them. i'm cool yeah you know but even this morning i was fucking around sitting right here and i'm like fucking, fucking wear my glasses, glasses. <laughs> fucking yeah. jesus christ it's not well, that, well that kind of have a question for you guys so does your social security check come in the mail or does it get direct deposited <laughs> oh it's direct deposit <laughs> at this point yeah. <laughs> yes sir Yes, sir. Send me that money. That's I, right. I'm I'm so excited right now to hear about him flying. Like I, I ever the little peep that we got, yeah. I'm on edge. I I, I know n- absolutely fuck all about pilot like the pilot court. I don't know yeah. what it, what's it it's called. Flight school. Flight school. So flight I don't know fuck all about that. So yeah. fucking take yeah. it away. So it starts. Um, God, what the hell was the ground school? There was uh, a ground school portion. Kind of boring, but you know it's just all the classroom shit. And there's guys that are washing out at that point. So the Navy's goal is not to to have a whole bunch of pilots. It's to you know wash out as many as they can. And depending on how 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 bad the Manning is, you know, if they've got a lot of pilots, then they'll they'll raise the threshold, uh, you know, to be able to get through when they need more. They'll lower the threshold. Right. It must have been a really fucking low threshold when they let me through. <laughs> <laughs> Slip right through right, the crack, baby. Right through. Because there, I remember kids telling me um, when I went through, they have something that's called the NSS, Navy Standard Score, or something like that. So, like sure. when I went through, you had to have like an eighty NSS to 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 just get through. Mm-hmm. And I remember kids coming through uh, later on getting into the the fleet squadron telling me, you know, like they had to have like a fucking 92 or something just Damn. to get through. Mm. I'm like, oh man, I I probably would have been fucked. <laughs> 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 Cuz, you know, I am Juan Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> the Spaniard. Yeah. Um so you finish ground school? Yeah, so do the ground school stuff, it's fine, you know, like it's not it's not rocket science. Uh, you know, get through that. And then uh, they're like, all right, well, time to start flying. And they send me to uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. It's on the Gulf. For primary flight school. I'm like, man, that place fucking sucks. (laughs) No offense. Really? No, full offense. Corpus Christi's trash. Really? It's just hot and humid. Uh, I remember days going out there. You're already just stressed the fuck out. I mean, it's so just imagine for you know, two years of your life, mm-hmm. every single day, well, Monday through Friday, every single day, 
you have a two-hour oral exam. Then you go fly where you're getting... Well, okay, well, hold, back it up. What the fuck's an oral exam? So They ask you questions. Test, you so you have, a, you have a... We have a two-hour brief before okay. we go fly. And so for every event, we have a grade card. And it says, right. you know, these are the maneuvers right. that we're going to do. Uh, and then these are the, you know, these are the questions, you know, so it's it. just standard grade card. Okay. Um, so you have to memorize the maneuvers, you know, so you have to be able to talk your instructor through, you know, exactly how it's going to go, speed, you know, whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Sure. Talk them through the whole thing. Yeah. And then they just start asking you questions like, okay, today's the hydraulic system. Like go up to the whiteboard and draw the entire hydraulic system. Jesus Christ. So go. You well. know. Damn. And so you got to sit there and fucking draw the whole thing out. And then they just start asking you questions. And so it's every fucking day, Monday through Friday. Um, and are they doing like fail safes? Like, okay, well, this component in your hydraulic fails. What's your next move? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's, yeah. So the emergency procedures that you would have to brief in each event, you know, would have a theme. So it's, you know, hydraulic system stuff. And then it's all the the cluster and all, then all the emergency procedures associated with that. So then you. You know, you got to talk through them and right. you have to memorize everything verbatim. It's not like, well, I think it's kind of like this. No, it, it is, it is verbatim. Wow. So I figured out a long time ago that I have an ability to memorize so much shit just verbatim. Wow. Um, and that's, I think that's the only way I got through. I have no real talent in anything. <laughs> I just work really hard, right. you know, and I just, you know, and you can memorize was, things. I, yeah, I can just memorize shit. Wow. So, um, yeah, so, you know, so you're getting your ass handed to you every day for two hours. You're like, fuck, I'm the worst, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know fucking anything. I don't, yeah, why am I here? Right. And then you go out and fly, and it's fucking 105 degrees with 100% humidity, hot as shit, and you're in. When we first start flying, they put everybody in fixed-wing airplanes. Sure. And it's got this, you know, this uh, plexiglass canopy thing so you're just in there just fucking roasting just your, your ass you know exactly you're in a flight suit you know you got all this safety gear on and all this shit and you're you know you're just fucking drenched from head to toe getting your shit pushed in fucking hour after hour flying around and come back and and the instructor's like yeah okay yeah you know you did fine hit the rack you know and fucking do it all over and again. Then you look at the flight schedule and you're like, okay, I got this flight tomorrow. Fucking pull it out, start memorizing shit. You know, fucking that was it. Wow. How long is it? Uh, so actual flight school part. So you go through primary, uh, which I did in Corpus Christi. Uh, and then uh, I flew helicopters. So then I went to Advanced, which was in uh, Whiting Field in Florida, right outside of Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, and then once you're done with advance, that's when that's when you get your wings, and then you go to your fleet uh, aircraft, and then there's another. Um, it's called the FRS, the Fleet Replacement Squadron. So then you learn to fly that helicopter. You know, so for two years, you know, you memorize. When I went through, it was the T-34. So you memorize everything about this fucking T-34, every emergency procedure, every system, every you know. You have this book big old book it's called the natops um and you basically memorize that book from fucking cover to cover then you finish that one then you go fly a helicopter and then like fucking whole new you know so you got to memorize 
all those systems and all those emergency procedures and all that bullshit. Wow. And then you finish that and then you go to your fleet aircraft and then, you know, you start whatever over. You your squadron is. Yeah. Then you got to memorize all that shit. So the first helicopter I flew in the fleet was H 46. What the is old, that? The old battle frog. I'm sure you. Uh, so that. it's the, the tandem rotor the tandem one rotor. and it's a big bubble window in the front. Yeah. So yeah, you, you do like uh landing drills like in boot camp out of one of those yeah. where they're like, <laughs> they make you sit on the, the benches across from each other yeah. and you've got all your shit on and they're like, start drumming your feet. <laughs> yeah. And you, everyone's drumming their feet. It's like, uh, assault the battlefield. <laughs> and then you fucking storm out. Everyone's tripping, falling over each other. And, and how you, many people hit their head on the fucking, whack on the, the shit out of it. And you've got a Kevlar. Yeah. And they're like, don't you dare break my Kevlar. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just shooting at trees and shit right. with fucking blanks. It's, it's yeah. a real blessing, but it, no, it's it a, so it's old as fuck. Yeah, well, the Navy quit flying those uh, shortly after I flew them. But yeah, I was flying helicopters uh, in the Navy that flew in Vietnam. We had one in our squadron that uh, was two helicopters put together. So two helicopters were shot down in Vietnam, fucking crashed. You know, so they were able to salvage the back end of one and the front end of another, and they. Stuck it together. That's that one never super safe. Yeah, that one never flew like all that great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big navy budget but, cuts, uh, baby. But yeah, that was uh, yeah. So I'm, I, lo- I'm looking up fucking aircrafts right now. So sure. I see fucking C- C- the Seahawk CH46. That was the first one. If you type that in, it'll C- fucking immediately pop. CH46. Well, I, I got. I got a whole. Oh, the C Knight. C Knight. Okay. Yeah, that sounds a lot more familiar. Yeah, so it has like a chess piece on your crest. It's like a. Uh, oh, I night. got it right yeah. here. Yeah. I got it right here. That's the one. The battle yep. frog. Yeah. <laughs> that that fucker. Fucking glorious. Looks like a BMW bike. <laughs> uh, I was fucking. Yeah. We have a love-hate relationship with that thing called the whistling shit can of death. <laughs> oh, seriously, that thing looks like a fucking jalopy. <laughs> I I actually, I went in the water twice. What? That thing, um, was able to pull it out both times. Holy shit. Like, uh, really? Like, crash? Yeah. So... My, uh, yeah, so my first squadron, we were on LHAs, LHDs, so kind of like the, the big decks on like a mini version of an aircraft carrier, but it was for uh, all the Marine helicopters, all their helicopters and the Harriers at the time. Um, and so, you know, we were, we were always flying at night, night vision goggles on. And those and, are always so good. Uh, I was good. You know, Batteries you know, die you, mid-flight. Yeah, once you, <laughs> once you figure them out, like it's, they're awesome. Yeah, you know, there. I loved flying on night vision goggles, um, but on the on the deck of the LHA, you know, they'd have some frogs spinning and a shitter with CH fifty three at the back spinning, and you know, and then they would put our aircraft down on spot in between. And so when you go to take off, you don't you know launch down the flight deck. You you lift up, slide to the left, and then and then go forward, and then and then go do whatever you're gonna do. And so I had. One time, lift up, slide off, and the engine, one of the engines rolled back. And the the frog was, you know, that's why they finally got rid of it. It's just the engines were not very reliable. So we would always have rollback issues. Engines would roll back to idle. And uh, so luckily, this was just off the coast here. We were off the coast of Camp Pendleton. And, uh, you know, just so all you can do is you just settle down in the water, hope that you got enough power you know, to build the rotor turns back up and, you know, so. So you're literally sitting in the water, 
crying, fire up, bitch. Just yeah, fire up. Just, just fire up. Go. And, <laughs> okay. you, know, so, yeah, to, you know, try to and able to get it out and come back around and, and land. Um, so that happened a couple of times. Crew chief um, shit in his pants. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, so the water's coming in the back end. Yeah. You know, they're like, fucking water's coming in. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit, dumbass. I'm just fucking trying to do my thing here. Stop panicking over the comms. <laughs> Give me a fucking minute here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fucking at this point you got to be like what 24 no i was uh so because i took a few detours along the way <laughs> i i think i was commissioned when i was 1998 so i would have been 26 and then through flight school and winged and in my first squadron i think i was 28 uh, even 31 i can't imagine the government trusting me enough yeah and i was old Right, yeah, and you're yeah, old. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was bet. four years. I've I've fucking dicked around for four years before right. I went in. So, um, you know, so most of the kids coming through, you know, they're, you know, 18. 25. <laughs> well, not that. You got to go. Uh, you have a four year degree right, at that yeah, point. Well, whatever. Your crew degree. chief would be an enlisted guy usually. Yeah, yeah. The crew chiefs are pretty young. Um, so yeah, it was fucking. Yeah, it was fun. That that that, that helicopter. Tried to fuck with me a few times. <laughs> there was one time we're flying, and uh, um, so those were notorious. I mean, they were all fucked up in all kinds of ways, uh, but that one was notorious for hydraulics leaking. Right. And uh, we're flying around one time, and uh, the crew chief was like, "Hey, sir, yeah, like we're fucking leaking a bunch back here." I'm like, well, "Okay." You know, those things always fucking leak. Like when it stopped leaking, then then you're worried. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, this is this is bad. This There's is coming from the whatever thing that like if it comes from there, like it's bad. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay, well, fuck. We're gonna turn around and we'll start heading back to the heading back to the ship. And as I turn around, the controls start getting a little sluggish. I'm like, oh fuck. Like, and uh, he's like, all right, I got you, sir. So he he's running back there. And in the frog, you you would service the hydraulics in the back, and so the so the dudes back there pouring hydraulic fluid into the hell in, into the servicing thing, right. and then you would have to pump you know this thing to get it going through there, and uh, so he's 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 like, hey, I'm servicing it right, right now, and uh, and I'm like, okay, so then the controls start to come back, and uh, I'm like, yeah, I think we're I think we're good, and then it starts going again. I'm like, get fucking get back there, start pumping, <laughs> start pumping, motherfucker. We going dirt, and uh, yeah, so we make it back. But yeah, fucking, you know, we had generators catch on fire, some flames like fucking Jesus shooting Christ. up through the yeah, it, just absolute shitbox. Yeah, it was a you know nothing like quite like using every limb you have to fly a helicopter, and then looking out of the corner of your eye and seeing fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, damn it! How so, many how uh, many times have you landed on a craft aircraft carrier? Oh, all the time. Yeah, that's all. Fucking like countless thousand times. times. Uh, I don't know about that, but a lot. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah a lot. So um, what, if you go from the Sea Knight to what? Um, so the Sea Knight, that was the squadron I was in when September 11th happened. Um, yeah, that was a trip. So it's like... Uh, Where yeah, were you? I was in... I was at North Island, um, and we had... They call them debt shacks. So they were these temporary shacks that, you know, we're temporary fucking 20 years later, <laughs> but we're in these, you know, so I was a, a, a debt divo uh, division officer. And so we're in, in the debt shacks there and people start walking around like, Hey, there's, you know, 
a plane, you know, like a, a Cessna crashed into a building in New York. And we're like, oh, wow, that's that's crazy. And um, the duty office had a, a TV. You know, this is 2001, so nothing special. It's just like a little crappy TV. And so I, I'm going over to get some coffee, and I'm walking around, and I see all these people starting to fucking gather around the uh, the duty office. And uh, and so we're we're there and, you know, watching the TV, and, and everybody's like, nah, that wasn't a fucking Cessna. Nope. Right. And we're like, oh, fuck, this is weird. And uh, so then, then when the second one hit, then it, we started getting this flash message traffic. So I don't think there's been flash message traffic since maybe, maybe there was some during the Vietnam war. I doubt it, you know, but like world war two kind of shit. Like, um, we were getting message traffic saying everybody, uh, in San Diego, you know, call your families, tell them to tell them to go home because the zoos being attacked. Or the you know whatever they're calling yeah the, sure. the zoo, uh, Sea World sea, like sub, something yeah. local yeah they were like yeah. you know everybody go home because everything's under attack right and we're like oh fuck you know so I remember calling my wife at the time like hey you know you guys need to just go home stay home and uh, so yeah it was a trip they shut you know obviously the bridge uh, they yeah, shut they the did. gates down yeah. there were people. Stuck on the bridge, Coronado Bridge, for like six hours. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah it, that's fucked. Yeah, it was, it was a trip. Um, so yeah, we uh, so obviously everything aviation shut down for for a little while, uh, and then we were flying. Uh, I think a day later, two days later, but to fly, then you actually had to contact NORAD, oh, which wow. is like the, you know the end all you know if the end of the world is coming that's where every you know that's where the president's going to go is hang out in norad and uh, you had to you had to contact them to get clearance to to fly right uh so yeah it was it was really weird and then uh and we deployed uh when did we deploy it was june oh shit yeah the following so, june yeah a little Nine months later, ten months later, yeah, yeah, and you're doing a Westpac, or are you going fucking ball rain, fucking straight to the straight to the Gulf, and we actually our ARG is what they were called, the amphibious, amphibious readiness group. Um, I guess we were looking for some dudes in Yemen, and uh, so we were just hanging out there um, off the coast of uh, Djibouti and Somalia. <laughs> Uh, Good times for, for the Navy. Time. Hanging with yeah. the pirates. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we were hanging out there for a while. Fucking hot as fuck. And, right. You know, so, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so had you been on a deployment prior to that? That was my first deployment. That was your first yeah, one? Did you do a turtleback? Uh, shellback. Shellback. Shell I'm sorry. Yeah. A fucking God damn. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Hoorah, bro. Yeah. Gah! <laughs> <laughs> did you do your shellback yeah. ceremony? Yeah. You did. Can, you, was, can you walk me through your shellback? So, yeah. So we. What is it first and foremost? So it's when you cross the. Uh, equator. The equator. And then there's another one that we did another time. I think it's like when you cross the international dateline and the equator at the same time or. Something like that. Uh -huh. That's a that's another one, and I can't remember what it was. We we did that one, but I was already shell back, so I didn't have to <laughs> you didn't go have to through. Partake. I didn't have to <laughs> partake. But um, 
Yeah, it's just one giant fucking hazing yes. Uh, yes, ceremony. Um, you know, so this was 2002 yeah. when I did it. Um, so they just, they have, like, the ship just gets fucking destroyed. Um, so all the shellbacks are out just hazing the shit out of everybody. You're, you're dressed, you know, you dress... Just a white T-shirt, but people have a lot of fun with it, so they kind of decorate them or whatever. <laughs> I've um, I got some stories I've heard about some shellback ceremonies. Yeah, and and so like, I just remember like having to crawl through this tube thing that was just lined with God, who knows what? Like dead I'm, fish, like who knows? Condoms, it was just <laughs> disgusting. Um, you know low crawling like I, we crawled on our hands and knees you know across the entire ship um you know just getting douched with <laughs> god who knows i don't oh. even want to know like, it was so it was so gross um well i'm looking at i just looked that up right google chillbacks and some of the shit that they're showing right now is badass looking though it's a rite of passage ceremony yeah and like so I have a buddy who's a machinist mate and a fucking sadist. Yeah. And he like gave them. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I <laughs> can tell where this is going. He gave them their shirts and they had no idea. And they were like cleaning the bathroom with it. And then he like took all the shirts and soaked them in like in a trash bag with like onions and sardines and mustard and like put it in a locker. And then when it came time for the shellback ceremony, he's like, here's your shirts. Yeah. And he, t he told me about some other ones where like they'll like rainbow tie dye them. Yeah. But like there's some, it's fucking, and he, he is a legit a sadist yeah. and he got it bad when he did. His. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And he's That's like, time to pass it on. Typical. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking typical thing. This is how I had it. So I'm going to fuck with you. Typical LPO shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty nasty. And at some point at the end, like you've got a, got to kiss the baby so it's like the biggest ugliest fattest dude on the ship <laughs> <laughs> you know so he's got this big old fat nasty belly and you gotta like eat something out of his belly button and, <sighs> yes. you know, it's just fucking disgusting i love it yeah. i fucking love here's it a, here's a picture of it right here yeah yeah so, so you'd be going of, through a bunch and of dudes going down the whole fucking line looks like he's gonna spank he was paddle. yeah yeah so yeah. we that, <laughs> with some of that stuff was with still something in his mouth yeah a lot of that shit was still going gag. on, um, but I, I think I was involved in I think three or four shellback ceremonies wow. later, and you know of course you know you look back well it's not as hard as mine was but, yeah but it never uh, is was, right? but you know we were getting lectured pretty hard <laughs> by the uh, by the admiral staff and and you know squadron CEO it's like hey like you you know like. Dial it back. Got to dial it back. Right. You know, sexual harassment and all this other bullshit. It was, <laughs> yeah. That was an issue. Was like, so, uh, the that. thing I just read it dates back to like the Viking era. Yeah, it was a real thing. So, so yeah, you get your first deployment out of the way. Uh, when does your career start ramping up? Because I know on the checklist, let's let's <laughs> yeah. see where we're, we'll see where we're at. I think we may have gotten off track a little bit. I think we're good. No, no. So flying Navy, Iraq, and Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, so my very first time in to Iraq was 2006. Um, and I got kind of lucky, I think. So Navy helicopters weren't normally in, you know, overland. Um, 
but my CO at the squadron and the CAG, who's the CO's boss in charge of all the aircraft on the aircraft carrier, um, you know, was pushing hard to, 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 to let us get in. Right. Uh, so in 2006, we went into Iraq and we were supporting uh, British, uh, a British helicopter task force. Um, so we we're super psyched, you know, be able to go across the beach. Um, and we were way down south in uh, in Basra, fucking hot as hell. And uh, <laughs> standard fucking hot as hell. Standard. Yeah. And uh, so it was it was awesome, though. I mean, that's what, you know, we've been training to. That's what we all, not everybody, but me, mm-hmm. you know, certainly wanted to do that. Uh, and we get there, and we're with the Brits, and so the Brits are allowed to drink <laughs> on deployment. Wow. So they had a uh, a bar there, aptly named the Camel Toe. <laughs> it, was it was pretty badass. Um, so we get in there, and you know, you're they would give you a couple of tickets or something, you know. So you were allowed to have, I think, sure. like two beers, two drinks yeah. a day, and you know, you get to know the people that are serving, and it you know, turns into much more than that. Right. And so we're, we're all right. You know, pilots and the crewmen were there a bunch. The, uh, the maintenance guys were always working all the time. So they didn't really get to partake that <laughs> much. And so one night, um, one of my crew chiefs fucking shout out Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I guess got pretty tuned up <laughs> and goes back into, uh, into the tents. We were all sleeping in fucking tents. I mean, they were kind of sort of air conditioned, but not really. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he goes back in there and just fucking raises hell. And so the maintenance people were pissed because <laughs> they couldn't partake. Right. And, uh, so then the, you know, the CEO comes back the next day. He's like, well, you know, we're not really supposed to do this. Right. You know, Americans on deployment, you're not, yeah, you don't drink. You're not allowed to drink, and, and he's like, "Well, you can't do this anymore." Prick. So yeah, thanks a lot, Aaron. Right. Way to go, Aaron. Aaron. Jesus, Aaron. fuck, fucking A.A. Ron, dickhead. Right, and uh, so we, you know, we we didn't for a while, and uh, and then we were flying. There was one day I was flying, uh, and they had there was a a Lynx debt, a British Lynx debt, so it was a, a smaller. Helicopter was the the British Marines were flying it down there at the time, and so they had they were having a change of uh, of the unit that was there, and um, so they were they put they put me on the schedule to ju- to just go fly cover for them, you know, because they were going to be uh, they had the the offgoing CO of that unit, the oncoming CO of the unit, their their command sergeant major. Each one of those on board and probably, you know. They're doing a changeover. Yeah, changeover, but like in kind of an area fam. Flying around, like this is where we go. These are kind of the things that we do. And uh, so we lift up out of Basra, out of the airfield there, and we take off and we fly down. Our first stop was Basra Palace. When, you know, Saddam had palaces all over the place. Um, and we used them, you know, kind of as as bases. Right. Um, once we kicked his ass out took, of there, took over. <laughs> and yeah, later uh, prick, right? And so, uh, so we go in, and it's right on uh, the Euphrates River. Um, you know, so big river, and right across on the other side of the river is a big 
like palm tree grove. Um, and you know, they would get harassed all the time, fucking mortars launching from that mm-hmm. area all the time. Um, you know, so we were just going there, we we're going to land and they were going to go, they went in to, to meet some people, shake some hands, you know, right. like, Hey, this is, I'm leaving, you know, this right. is the guy. Right. And, um, and we're getting ready to go. And, um, I had some sort of issue for, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I've got some sort of issue. Just, I'll be like, I don't know, 30 seconds. Normally I would take off and, and, and lead out. And I was kind of leading the way so that they didn't have to pay attention to where they were going, you know, so they can talk and point stuff out. Uh, and they're like, okay, you know, we'll just, we'll go and just, just catch up. And, uh, and so I fixed whatever it was. They had lifted up out of the palace right, you know, in front of me and I'm, I'm getting ready to go lift off. And then just this huge fucking flash of light right in front of me. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, you know, I, I realized that they just got fucking blown right out of the sky. Holy fucking oh. shit. Blown right out of the fucking sky. So it turns out it was a, uh, a sand bush. So they had, they had gotten a, a hold of a couple of, uh, surface air missiles, shoulder fire, surface air missiles. Right. And, you know, they just decided today was the day. Yeah. And, you know, the first one to come out of there was going to be it. Which could which would have been you. Should have been. Jesus fuck. Fucking should have been. Dude. God damn. And uh, so, so obviously we didn't take off right away. Right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that was, so we, you know, we had been there for a little while already. So started to get really tight with, uh, with those people, with all the Brits there and, and there was one I remember specifically. There was this admin girl that you know, super sweet girl, always super help, super helpful. And uh, they let her go on as a good deal, you know, just kind of a you know, like hey, go take a flight, go take a flight, right? It'd be a good a good deal for you. And uh, yeah, so so she was on that flight. Yeah, she was on that flight Jesus too. Jesus Christ, and. Uh, so yeah, that one, that one was that one was pretty tough. And then, uh, so you know, we get out of there, they clean it all up, they figure it out. And a couple of days later, the uh, the whole unit's command sergeant major comes over. My I, at the time, was the senior officer there for our unit. My are you an ensign at this point? No, I was I was a pre senior lieutenant. So, okay. Um, so captain, right in corps that. Um, and uh, so CO had to go back to the ship for something. And then the O4 that was usually there went back to the ship with him for some, you know, some sort of ship bullshit. Um, so I was the senior guy there and the command sergeant major comes up to me and he's like, we're having a wake tonight and you guys are coming. Mm. I'm like, Roger that sergeant major. Fucking send it. Yeah. Roger that. And so, you know, we, so it's at the camel toe right? and, uh, and you know, we weren't supposed to be drinking or anything, but we go and we just fucking tie one on, right? you know, the whole, you know, whole squadron, whole squadron. everybody was there, you know, turned out big memorial thing, you know, and I remember my CO coming through the door and, and, uh, you know, I kind of look over at him and he looks at me. And then he walks over to the bar, grabs a beer. And I'm like, all right, cool. Fuck. Game on. We're good. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I, I thought, you know, I'm like, fuck, I'm, 
I'm toast, but I don't give a fuck because <laughs> those were my homies. Right. And they're gone. And that so, could have been me. And so. <laughs> I'm going to have a beer. And uh, so we fucking tie one. I'm like, it's all top over. 10 drunkest moments. Oh, ever. fucking. <laughs> it's just a blur. And uh, and so then the next morning, um, same guy, same crew chief. Goes and gets uh, gets super crazy, I guess, afterwards. And the next morning at our little quarters, and we're, you know, we're not. Foggy head. Yeah, not feeling too well. (laughs) Um, Was like uh, one of the maintainer guys was like, hey, sir, I thought we weren't, you know, doing the the beer thing anymore. And... uh, so yeah, they uh, they weren't too happy, and uh, and then it just kind of turned on me, and uh, I ended up having to fly that next that next morning, still fucking drunk, <laughs> shit, kind of like they're like you know kind of like okay we're gonna sh- you know teach them teach yep. them a lesson. Here you go, right? And uh, I remember me and my my co pilot. You know, we were just fucking, just fucking hammered. Uh, and it's a, you know, we're having to go out in the daytime, and it's probably a hundred and fucking fifteen degrees. Oh, oh yeah, just flight suit, roasting flight suit. You know, all the gear, body armor, and all this shit. And we're just fucking sweating bullets, dying. <laughs> and uh, and then we, you know, we get back, and and uh, CEO was like, "Well, you know, you were the senior guy, you know." You fucked up. Yeah. I'm going to send you back to the ship. You don't get to play anymore. Oh, and at first, oh, I was man. like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, then I was like, wait a minute. Fucking Ronald Reagan, the aircraft carrier I was on, they do a great fucking Sunday brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Win-win here, guys. And Fuck then I was you. like, my fucking stateroom is nice and cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. You're right, sir. Yeah. You're right. I better check. I better go back. Yeah. And uh, so I get back to the ship, and you know, of course, everybody's there, like fucking. What were you doing? Why'd you do that? You know, I was in the doghouse for a while. That's, right. That's a pretty common theme through all the squadrons. I think I got chased out of all, all of my squadrons, <laughs> except. No, I think I got chased out of all of them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure I got chased that out. Oh boy. Well, you don't yeah. like following the rules? No, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not very good at that. So, yeah, it was a good time. So that was the first time in Iraq. Um, so you, after, is it nine-month deployment? No, that one. Full year? I, no, no, that one I think was seven months. Well, here's my question. Like we were talking yeah. about this. Did you fucking blow those motherfuckers up? Um, not me personally. But somebody did, right? But, yeah. There okay, was, good. Yeah. The crew chief was fuck hanging out the side. Jesus, yeah. fuck. That's what I want to hear about. I want... I, I understand there's be people getting shot at, but yeah. especially that could have been you. I want to yeah. know what the fuck happened. So yeah. were you running support missions or are you doing medevacs, anything like that? That first time there, it was just support stuff for the for the British. Um, so, yeah, medevac stuff and, mm. um, you know, just whatever support stuff sure. they needed. So Any we weren't doing... Squirrely LZs? Nothing. Um, not, not that time. Not that time. Not oh, that, well, time. that time. I was see where we're barely, headed. That time was, you know, it was a good... Good intro. Fuck yeah, to Iraq. Right. Uh, you know, it was fun. Kind of learn, learn the layout, and and you know, realize that a lot of the stuff that we thought was important was not important right. at all. Um, you know, like can you fucking fly your helicopter? That's what's important. 
Right. right. Um, Did you get a captain's mask for the fucking drinking incident? Uh, officers don't do. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't get the captain's mask thing, but I got something even better later. <laughs> oh, sick. Oh, I yeah. love. All right. Yeah. So you get back stateside. Yeah. You're at North Island again. Yeah. So. And just for, for my know where I'm at. Are you is your squad bay the fucking one that says fly Navy on it that you can see from downtown? Uh, I think so. so. Those double domes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my first two squadrons were in those double domes there. Got it. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool place to work. <laughs> yeah. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. North Every morning. Fucking badass. Yeah. So you come back. Yeah. So you come back. Um, and uh, so like I'm really in the doghouse after all that. I You know, rightfully so. All yeah. the blame was right. kind of put on me. Even though my fucking CEO was there, and yeah. fucking and Aaron's there. a fucking anyway, dickhead. Fucking Aaron. I love Aaron, though. but yeah, he's turned out to be a solid guy. But man, he could not fucking keep his. I can relate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh, luckily I had the whole trip back from. Uh, you know, I mean, it takes I don't remember fucking three weeks, a month, or something to to float take it all the back. way back, and uh, so I'm like, well, fuck, I'm in trouble, so I better. Like, you know, go above and beyond here and try to get myself out of the doghouse. So sure. I, I just, I, I spent a lot of time and it turns out I really enjoyed it. I was doing a lot of training for, for the junior pilots and doing a lot of their qualification boards and stuff and just cranking through that stuff. And by the time we got back, um, CO and XO were like, you know, back in love with me. And, and, uh, so I wanted to go, uh, so the, Helicopters have a, um, in the Navy, so Maverick, Top Gun. Yeah. So there's the Top Gun School. In that same facility, that same organization, they have a helicopter section as well. So I was like, you know, that's where I want to go. Right. I want to I want to go and learn all that shit. And, uh, and then there's a command there at North Island that um, teaches all that kind of stuff. And so there wasn't a billet available, but my front office, my COXO made one happen Nice, and I went and was able to do that. So I, you know, kind of saved that one. So when I say I got chased out of just about every command, that one, I, you know, I saved it at the end and, but you You were asked not to come back, but (laughs) yeah, I was like, if, if, if I had to transfer a few months before that, I'd have been fucking chased out. (laughs) So it worked out. So that Top Gun school for helicopters, it's like combat helicopter fucking maneuvers. Yeah, and so like they're teaching, you know, like all the all the Hellfire missile shooting and oh, you know, just, tact- just all kinds, all the tactics, learning all the all you know all the tactics. So you're going to be stuff. a gunfighter now. Yeah, that's the idea. Is you know you learn all that shit to then go back to the fleet and teach and qualify everybody else oh. to do that stuff. Um, so Very it was, cool. it was fun. You know, it was, it was a pain in the ass. Um, you know, I mean, they take that, they take that, that shit very serious. Um, you know, like you, we had to give a brief, you know, we had to make this brief and there's a certain format that you had to make it. And like, it had to be fucking verbatim and just crank through it. And, and, uh, you know, I think I probably spent 15 hours, you know, just, memorizing this brief. Right. Um, you know, so they take that shit pretty serious. And, and, you know, once you're done, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm done. And, and, uh, you know, most of the fleet guys are like, oh, the sweeties, they're fucking assholes. Like they, you know, <laughs> and what is, what's a sweetie? It's a Seahawk weapons and tactics instructor. And that's what that's, that's cool what is. that was. Yeah. Okay. So it was cool. Um, you know, but it just, it allowed me to, to 
to fly. From that point on, it allowed me to fly pretty much nothing but tactics flights. So, you know, started doing a lot of detachments where I'm flying with, um, uh, you know, Army Rangers and, and Green Berets and SEAL teams and stuff. So just learning all of that stuff and flying with them nonstop um, so that when it comes time for my next squadron, next deployment, um, I win the lottery again and the squadron gets tapped to go back to Iraq to fly, you know, in some of the real shit. Yeah. And so, I mean, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm ready. That's all right. I've been doing right. for the last, you know, for the last uh, two years is flying all that stuff. Like the two weeks before I, I flew out to meet that squadron, I was on a one month debt in Las Vegas flying, you know, Green Berets around, uh-huh. you know, so I was as ready and as Out fresh. of Irwin? Uh, no, out of, at, um, what's the Air Edwards Force? Air Force Base? No, the Air Force Base right there in Las Vegas. What the fuck's it called? Andrews. No. It's not Andrews Edwards. I'm out. No, I forget. It's anyway. one of them. Yeah. But anyway, it's. Hold on, guys. Was, Let me get the old Google. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was fucking cool. I mean, it, so <laughs> it, it just worked out. I was, I was ready, um, you know, so. Where are you operating out of in Iraq this time? It's Balad. So just the Balad Air Base. It's just a little bit north, is it northwest of, uh, of Baghdad. So that's where um, all the task force guys. So we were attached to, you know, all the. Tip of the spear shit. Tip of the spear guys. Yeah. So we were flying with the uh, Army 160th, which is. So the, the helicopters that flew in. Uh, to get Osama, those were Army 160th. Oh shit! And so those were the guys we were we were flying with. That was, those were high speed, low drag fucking machines too. Yeah, those were weird. I remember when that shit happened. You know, see it on the news, and uh, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, that's fucking fake. That's we don't have that shit. <laughs> and then it comes out, you know, a couple hours later, like, yeah, that was. So they had shit. You know, they have shit that we. No idea about No it. idea. Not the... No idea. The general rule of thumb being in the military is you don't fucking know anything anyway. Yeah. And what you think you know it probably isn't true anymore. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was some good times. Um, you know, you felt, felt like you were there, you know, really doing something good, uh, supporting guys that were, that were in the shit, you know, like really doing it. And, uh, yeah, I remember the first time... So when we first got there, they're like, uh, you know, you know, back of the bus. Right. You know. And so they, we were just doing like support shit, you know, like flying people around to different fobs and that kind of stuff. Um, Are you still in the same craft too? The at 64s? this point, uh, 40, uh, no, at this point, uh, I had transitioned over to the H60, which the Black Hawk, the name oh, version yeah. of the Black Hawk. Um, and so they're, you know, letting us fly around, do a, you know, do all this support shit and we're doing great. Like we're getting the shit done. And, and, uh, and then it finally came up like, all right, you guys ready to, you know, get in there. You guys ready to get in there? And we're like, fuck yeah, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> but we're all like shit in our pants. Like what? For sure. Like, yeah. oh fuck. You know, so we're, um, so we, we go to brief this, this first op that we're a part of and we're landing, you know, so the 160th guys are briefing in. They're like, yeah, you're going to land in a, you know, this big parking lot right in front of a, for a soccer stadium. 
you know, and the guys are going to get out and they're going to go kick in this door over mm. here. And uh, we're like, oh, fuck, that's easy. Like, we're going to land in a parking lot. Sure. How hard could that be? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we go through, we get ready to go, we launch, and the, and the 160th guys were like, all right, well, you guys stay a minute behind us, though. Don't get too fucking close. They're like, you know. Sure. We don't trust you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's I don't fine. like you either. Right, exactly. So, uh, so we go and we're flying, and 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 uh, so we get to our hold point. So we're we're circling around, and we can see, you know, on our NVGs and on our FLIR, we can see them going in, and they're going in to land. And then all of a sudden, we just see like this, poof, this fucking smoke cloud like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, just. You know, and then you can't see the helicopters anymore. Oh, no. And we're like, oh, fuck. Like, okay. And so we're holding. And then like, okay, you guys can come in now. And and uh, so back up a little bit. So just think of that. Like, they're going in somewhere to kick in doors, piss off people. Sure. And they're like, you got to wait for, for a minute <laughs> before you go in. So make wait sure for the mob to show up. Make, make sure everybody's awake, you know, right. out ready to, to shoot back. And... Um, but as they're they're lifting off, they lift off. They say, "Okay, we're clear." Um, and one of the dudes comes over the radio. He's like, "He's like, hey guys, just be careful. That brownout was was pretty intense. So that's all the dust. So when yeah. you, when a helicopter comes land, it's just a big giant fan, just you know, kicking you know, everything just up, kicks everything up. And uh, so we're like, motherfucker, it's like you know, a one sixtieth yeah. dude was like, oh, that was fucking hard. That right. was intense. We're like, motherfucker. Or what did we sign ourselves up for? <laughs> and uh, so we're going, uh, we're we're going in. Uh, and since it, it was the first stop, it was uh, the the squadron CO and one of the other uh, O4s, lieutenant commanders. They were in one aircraft, and then it was me uh, with our senior. I was a lieutenant commander at the time, and our senior lieutenant guy was with me. And uh, so we're flying in. So the senior guys in the whole debt, we're flying in and, uh, you know, we can see, you know, it's just still this huge cloud of dust. And uh, so we're we're coming in and, um, and, you know, we figure out where we're supposed to where we're supposed to land. And uh, we start going in and, you know, probably 300 feet up. We're already around. <laughs> I can't see a fucking thing. You could be landing on a fucking high you lux. See. I, you know, you, like you can't, you can't see. So, my my co-pilot, fucking Jimmy Dalo, he's the, uh, uh, I think he's the XO right now, getting ready to be the CO of one of the squadrons down at North Island. Fucking great guy. Um, but he's like, he gets on the FLIR and he's like, "There's the, there's, what's the FLIR? It's the, the." Uh, the fuck does God? It's been a little while. What I know. Was clear sand? It's it's where you can see. It's kind of like a night vision camera kind of thing. So okay, so it's see, a, infrared. It's on the bottom of the. Yeah, it's an infrared camera, so it's uh, off the nose of the aircraft. Got it. But so he's like, okay, there's there's the LZ. That's where we're going. Because in the FLIR, you can see through dust. You can see it, and then there's the other air, aircraft. You know, so it's like, okay, you're not going to run into him. There's where you're going. And so I'm just flying. You know, I've done this so many times. It was just muscle memory. So I'm just flying the approach and we're coming down and, uh, and then, you know, we're coming down and the crew chief starts calling out the altitude and, you know, five, four, three, two, bam, fucking hit the ground. <laughs> like, All right, we're in yeah. we fucking made it. And, um, so, yeah, so we're like 
the dudes are getting out, fucking high-fiving around, and like, we did it, we did it. And, right. and we're like, oh, fuck, now we got to go. You know, so then we take off, and we got to go land back at a at another uh, location to get gas and sit there and wait for those guys to kick in the doors, fucking shoot people in the face, do whatever. <laughs> right. And then we got to come back and do it again oh, and God. pick them up. And so that was it, fucking months and months of that, like just fucking going through, you know. But are you taking any indirect fire or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, oh, we're getting shot. I was about to say you would like have that. to be, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing is like, so the 160th goes in, wakes up the anthill, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and then the anthill comes out the fucking and, party. Yeah, yeah, they're going to start shooting. Yeah, and it wasn't, mm-hmm. once we proved ourselves on that one, then we were able to go out and start doing, do stuff on our own. Yeah. You know, so, um, so yeah, it wasn't, that was, I think there may have been one other, one more op where we had to hang out a little bit, but then after that, they started mm, front running. us go, and then there was some huge sandstorm came through and fucked up all the army helicopters at once, and then mm. there was still shit going on, so they just fucking sent us off to go do our, to do, take care of everything for a couple of weeks, and we, you know, we did fine, and uh, so after that, we were like, we were fucking in it. So high-speed uh, op tempo. Fucking the whole time you're there. It was, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was good fucking living though, man. We would so we only flew at night. I had my own little trailer, you know, AC would blow like crazy. <laughs> I had a laptop so I can fucking I watched fucking three hundred, probably about three hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sparta! <laughs> Give them nothing. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was it was good. You know, we would wake up, it was like two PM, but that was our morning time. Get up, go go to the gym for a couple hours and then come back and brief and fucking fly all night. Just, just fucking over and over and over again. It was, we called it the gentleman's flying club. <laughs> all we had to do was fucking do great shit, fly and work out. It was awesome. That's, so. there's a lot of, it's not uh, people. And I, I haven't deployed, but I've just, I, I know how it goes. There's a lot of fucking downtime. Yeah. And there's a lot of lifting weights yeah. and a lot of dick jokes. Yeah. And then it's like kinetic for a while. Yeah. And the, well, I guess for you, it's a little bit different in the wing because you're fucking flying missions all yeah. the time. Yeah. But it was, yeah. It, you know, we would be sitting and, you know, eating somewhere and you'd see the, the person, I forgot what the guy's name was, but the guy that, you know, would alert everybody that, that an op was coming. We see him coming in. You know, kind of looking around for us, and we'd be like, "Fucking," you know, our stomachs would start to hurt. We're like, "Oh fuck, here we go again." Mm-hmm. You know, like we loved it, but then we were fucking, we were terrified, right? And then you come back, and you're like, "Fucking, this is great." You know, I kind of don't want to do it again, but you know, isn't it like, say you're on the roulette table and you put fucking fifty bucks on black and you win, yeah. and you just keep stacking it, and you keep stacking it, and you keep stacking it, yeah. and then eventually. It's gonna come up red. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, it never came up red for us. We, yeah, we, we, you know, knock on wood. We, we really, we did well. We didn't break anything. Um, You know, still made it out. Yeah, everybody was, everybody was fine. We did one up, and and uh, we don't need to keep talking about this stupid shit. But we did one up that I thought was was pretty funny. Where it was all the Navy guys, um, and we're going in some fucking, some dude's backyard or something. And we come in and, and we're flying. And my co-pilot at the time was like, all right, we're a thousand yards out or something like that. And then we see everybody starting to land. Yeah. And my co-pilot's like, we're short, we're short. We're, you know, this is, you know, we're 500 yards short. 
And finally, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Everybody's landing. Right. We're, we're going to fucking land here. Right. And so we we land, and I, you know, we're in like some fucking ravine or something, dust kicking up everywhere. Then the dust settles, and I look up just up to my right, and, I'm, and I see this fucking donkey <laughs> <laughs> sitting right there tied up. And this fucking donkey. donkey's like... I'll, I will never, for, to the day I die, I'll That's never fucking hilarious, fucking a fucking donkey. Donkey sitting right there. <laughs> yeah. What do you pricks want? Right? Yeah, no shit. We went in probably. Fucking up my day, yeah, goddamn. I went in there and you know, slaughtered his owner. Some, yeah, who knows? I hope fuck so. Yeah, I this is fucked up. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck around. So mm-hmm. you did the Haitian uh, support? Yeah, so um, after that last deployment in Iraq, we were, um, we were bringing... I forget which aircraft carrier it was. We are bringing it from Virginia around. You know that's my hometown. Yeah. I was wondering if you'd ever been to Norfolk yeah. or Virginia Beach. One fucking time, and I hated it. Yeah, what enough. a fucking shit. Same. It was a fucking <laughs> shit. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were going to sail one of the carriers. I forget which one. We were going to sail it all the way around South America, go through the States, the Magellan, and bring it. And it was going to be stationed on the West Coast again. And so we're we're there in Norfolk, you know, getting ready to Thanks for saying it right. Go. And, uh, and we start hearing this chatter and, and the CEO comes in and, and, um, I was one of the department heads at the time. I was the op- operations officer, I think oh, at the time. It's a big department head. And, uh, and he's like, Hey, you know, there was this big earthquake in Haiti and we're going to go. I'm like, Fuck yeah, let's go. Sure. Like we're fucking ready. We, you know, we were fresh out of Iraq fucking, you know, kicking ass and taking names like we can fucking fly we can do whatever yeah and uh so when they say an aircraft carrier can go fucking fast it can go really yeah we went from fucking norfolk to haiti in what i you know seemed like less than a day i mean we were fucking hauling the ship was just fucking rattling and shaking like crazy wow we're hauling ass and we get down there and um so our job was gonna gonna be to just do relief you know we were gonna fucking didn't really know what we were getting into mm. um so we get down there and uh i remember the first time it was me and uh i think co and one other helicopter i think there was three of us we took off that first morning to go across the beach to land and we were setting up uh, like this uh, rescue area at the airport there in, in port-au-prince and uh, we go across the beach, man, and it's just fucking fires everywhere. And you can just see the whole place yeah, was fucking destroyed. Yeah. Um, you know, and then so they just start sending us out to places. And, you know, we're going. And, and you know, I remember one time we're, we fly into this area and we're, we're going in and we were just going to drop off water and some some food or something. And the helicopter started to get fucking swarmed. You know, and they were starting to grab onto the helicopter. Oh, wow. wow. And so the crew chief was fucking freaking out. And I'm like, just fucking kick him off. Just, you know, and, yeah. you know, we're going to pull us down. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, God damn. Yeah, it was. It's uh, like when we're getting out of fucking zombie land. What are that, yeah, where we at, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Where we, we sent all the troops out when they're jumping on the fucking plane. Oh, yeah. Afghanistan. Afghanistan, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it was. It was intense, you know, we're flying around and just pulling out, you know, people that were really fucked up, you know, just. This is devastation. Yeah. It's something you have to see. Limbs missing and, and, uh, 
one of the things I think that, that fucks with me the most still was there in Haiti. Um, we get sent, uh, like I get this call, they're like, hey, you got to get up here. It was like way north and you got to hurry. Like this is a hospital or something up there. Mm-hmm. All I knew is like, okay, we've got to hurry. And they threw in a uh, an Air Force PJ and an Air Force doctor as well. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, this, you know, this must be something significant. And so we're hauling ass. We get all the way up there, and um, and I see them bring in this this kid. And I look at this kid, and all I can see are my kids. The kid yeah. was the same age as my kids that were at home. Wow. Whoa, um, hold on. At this point, you have kids? Yeah. How many kids you got? I have I have two we get there. Okay. But yeah, and my my wife now has has three kids, so there's five. Nice. Um so, so all I can had, see is Yeah, so I'm looking I'm looking at this kid, you know, that's getting pulled in, you know, on a stretcher and, and that's, you know, for some reason that's all I could fucking see was, you know, was my kid. And uh and so the crew chief gets on uh gets on the intercoms like, "Hey sir, we got to fucking go." Like, you got to you got to haul ass. And um, so I'm like fucking just going and torching the engines mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, fuck, is my kid in the back? Yeah, right. And, uh, so we were going to fly to, it was either the comfort or the mercy. One of those, uh, hospital ships was out there in the Harbor and that's where we were, we were taking the kid. And, uh, so we're fucking just hauling ass and then the, uh, uh, crew chief comes on. He's like, "Hey, sir, you can slow down." Oh no! Mm. Yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Right? You know, and that that one, yeah. I mean, we saw that was pretty. It wasn't a very pleasant experience, you know. And uh, you know, all the time in Iraq, you know, we see some pretty fucked up things, mm. you know. But it's like you fucking deserved it, or um, yeah, you know, it's like it's it's a fucking war. You know, different mindset. That's that's, that's yeah. the way it goes. You know, yeah. it's like some of that shit still plays in my head. You know, sure. we saw some shit that that uh, you know it's not normal. Yeah. So, right, right. You know, it's kind of fucked up. Um, you know, but this one just always played. You know, played in my head a bunch, and it wasn't till I don't know, it's like a year ago, two years ago. Uh, one of the other department heads at the time, he's now super. He's in charge of all the all the helicopters down at North Island. Now he's a Commodore, um, kind of a big deal. Um, but he was getting promoted for something. There was something going on for him. So whenever he has something going on, you know, he, he gets the band back together. We always, you know, get back <laughs> sure. together. Sure. And so my, uh, co-pilot in Iraq, the last co-pilot that I had in Iraq, um, uh, you know, he made a comment. We were sitting there, we were a few beers in, you know, telling stories and uh so he starts telling a story about something in haiti as well and he was like yeah man that's the only thing that fucks with me still is that and i was like yeah you know that's same yeah this is fucking weird so he had the same he had the same story as you did um yeah just it was some other so at that by that time he was an aircraft commander so he's out flying uh by himself you know with with other junior guys and i don't remember what you know the scenario was for him, but then we all started talking and everybody was like, yeah, you know, that, 
that was fucking hard. Oh, okay. That's crazy still, to hear that that yeah. situation. That's more brutal than a combat zone. Yeah. Well, because yeah. it's not a war. It's a fucking disaster. Yeah. People I mean, it's just, yeah, there's fucking kids yeah. there, you know, missing limbs and yeah, yeah. moms, you know, fucking losing it over there because their yeah. kids are fucking me dead. And, and uh, so, yeah, one funny story there, though. Um, I got tasked. They're like, hey, we're going to have some guys jump in the back and they've got, a, you know, some big locked up steel boxes. You need to fly here, get them here. And, uh, and um, you know, don't ask questions. You know, so they get in. They're not, you know, they're, they're kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they're Billy Badass. Yeah. And you don't need to know what they're doing. Right, exactly. And then they're like, I'm like, they're like, okay, we need to go here. I'm like, okay, right on. And uh, so I f- fucking fly them there. And come back, and later on, at, or walk uh, at the ship, and uh, somebody was like, we were in the intel section, and you know, just kind of debriefing things, and some guy was like, so how's it feel to 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 have saved the Haitian economy today? <laughs> I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you didn't know. I'm like, no, what? He's like, no, all, what you were flying was all all the money that you know we had the U S government had gave to, to put back into circulation there to keep their economy, to bump their economy, their economy going. Yeah. If you had known that you wouldn't have driven it there. (laughs) You'd have been like, Hey boys, we got to take a detour. detour." (laughs) (laughs) Leave one of those boxes here. Yeah. So it was, uh, that was fun. So you get, you finish up the Haiti deployment. Yeah. Come back to San Diego. Yeah. What's home life like? It's fucking not right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. Is it a trip? You attributing it to Iraq? It was just, you know, I I didn't know it at the time, but I think some PTSD shit was starting to set in. And, you know, all I wanted to do was be there, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere but here. I, I know, hear this a lot. I wanted, you know, I just had to be there. They you know, need there me. Was, they need me. I'm the only one that can do it. I've done it. I've done it. I've proved it. You right. know, like, put me in. Yeah. And, put me in, coach. Yeah. And so I, you know, I was deployed for practically a decade straight. Like I was just gone. Damn. Any, any, you know, from September 11th till, uh, coming around. Yeah. After that Haiti stuff, that was 2010. So I think I did one more deployment after that. I I believe it. Look how long the fucking war lasted. Yeah. Yeah, And I was just, you know, I was just, I would volunteer for back to back sea duty. I've just, when I was on shore duty, I would volunteer to go with other squadrons to augment. I was just, You're like, all in. I was like, fucking, let's go. It's my, you know, obsessive behavior. Like, <laughs> sure. I'm going to do something. It's fucking all in. Yeah, it's all in. And uh, so, yeah, I just, I, you know, I always wanted to be gone. And, uh, you know, it didn't bode well for home life. No, it, it, it was doesn't. Not, yeah. And, and it was nothing, you know, my ex-wife, she never did anything wrong never you know i just i just you know didn't want to be there i wanted to be elsewhere yeah and you know in retrospect, and life goes on for them too yeah and you know in retrospect you know i fucking my kids were without a dad for a decade pretty much you know and that you know i have questions about whether or not you know my older son he's not doing well and uh you know yeah if it was my fault you know and um so Tons of fucking guilt with wrapped up with that. I was just fucking always gone. Never wanted to be there. Had to be in the fight. 
you know. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? And I just want to touch on this briefly is like whether or not you attributed anything to your older son, like it it probably would have happened whether you were there yeah. fucking every day or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all you can do is be present now. Yeah. Because I, I know this. My mom fucking did her best to yeah. make sure I wasn't a fuck up. It was just in my nature. Yeah. Uh, he's, we're kind of struggling with him right now. He's, uh, so he was, he was like, he was born eight weeks premature. So he was, I mean, I had no right to even be here to begin with. He was two pounds when, wow. he, when Good he was night. born. Right. Um, you know, always struggled. Um, elementary school had some learning disabilities, ADHD, you know, so it was, Compounding. It was just tough. And, um, you know, so for him starting, the issues started in, like, middle school. You know, Mm -hmm. I was getting called. He's, like, getting suspended. Like, what happened? And the principal said, well, he he told the PE coach to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. So what are you doing? You know? Like, what? You know, and. Coach was being a dick. Right. Told him to fuck off. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he just started getting in with you know, some of the wrong crowd, I guess, or whatever, and just fucking started, you know, just started smoking weed. And a and, um, um, couple years ago, I actually, I ended up having to uh, take him and admit him into the emergency room down at Balboa. So he was just fucking gone. He was, he was fucking gone. He was convinced that, that, you know, the van parked out front was there for him. You know, mm-hmm. he, he took a hammer and was fucking smashing cell phone because he was being tracked and, and um, you know, he was S- living with his, yeah, he was living with his, staying with his mom at the time. And I'm like, you know, I can't have him there freaking out with a hammer, right. you know, with his mom. And uh, so, yeah, we, we took him in and uh, they kept him in there, I think for four, four days or something like that and kind of got him on some medication to kind of stable out and and uh, uh, so when he came back out we were pretty lucky um, when he got released from there they referred him right into a, uh, a program it's called seek mm-hmm. um, which is actually unfortunately shutting down like almost as of as of now but they took him in and and helped him you know got the medication going so you be level most of the time and counseling and stuff. And so he was doing, you know, he does well and then he doesn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he had another, um, I don't know what to call it, like a bout with schizophrenia kicked up episode, episode, um, last June, you know, we had to put him in a little bit and then, you know, cause, cause of his age, he's old, you know, he's 23 now. Um, you know, he just decided he was fine, didn't need to be there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, came back and he was actually living. He was living with my mom for a couple of years, which kind of blew me away that mom would, you know, take that on. But it just really worked for a long time, and then it didn't. Right. It worked yeah. until it just didn't, and that was a fairly recent um, time where it just didn't work. Um, you know, so he's, you know. Ah, fuck, I, you know, that's a lot of the reason why I, why you guys' podcast really kind of clicked is, sure. you know, yeah, I'm dealing with, you know, this PTSD shit, you know, there are times when I just get fucked up and, you know, just not really sure where to go and, and uh, you know, 
your guys' message really sinks in. You know, there's yeah. just something about it. It's like, okay, you know, people are going through shit and they're able to fucking come out the other end and, you know, you guys are doing fucking awesome. Like, this is, everything you guys got going on is phenomenal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then throw all my son's shit on top of that. You know, I'm as a parent sitting back, you know, I'm, I'm listening to all the stories, the guys that you have on and like, you know, and I'm looking at it from the point of view as a parent, like, fuck, you know, like, you know, what do I do? Right. You know, like, and you're in a hands tied situation. Yeah. Mental health is like, there isn't, there isn't a fucking sit down and talk to him about it. If it's going on inside of his brain. And I think you're probably doing the most you can at this point. And yeah. I'm already in my head. I'm like, I already know whose number I'm going to give you. Yeah. I know somebody who's dealt with the same thing yeah. and it's fucking, you can just love them to death. You know, just keep yeah. loving him. You know, he'll do stupid shit. Like, um, like last week. <laughs> just right. Cass, is this, is this, is it more of a mental health or is it because of drugs that I, you know, I think it's a mental health thing but the drugs and at this point i mean i don't know for sure but sure. i'm pretty sure it's just obviously just the drugs had something again. to do with but it yeah, but so what really you know put him over the top he, he admitted later on that you know he was smoking weed fucking coke and and crack and just like the full fucking Math. smorgasbord yeah and uh you know so that i think that's what put him over the edge um but, you know, like even just this last fucking week, um, he starts. So I'm now I manage his 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 money. Sure. Um, you know, so he he's um, you know, so he, he gets Social Security and, uh, um, you know, so I manage that because otherwise he'll fucking blow it. Know, even when yeah. he's doing fine, then he'll just blow it all on fucking Amazon, just ordering, you know, whatever, whatever he's into. Yeah, sure. just fucking blows through it. So. Like no, we're not going to do that now. Um, mm. uh, but last fuck, I think it was just like, like this last Friday, Thursday. He's like hitting me up for money. He's like, you know, like hey, I'm getting paid or whatever. Um, and I can tell he's like really, really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like something's something's up. And uh, so then I get a an email from my mom, or she texts me or something saying that. Uh, that the guy that he's living with showed him a receipt from Wellgreens right down the street here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for 200 bucks. So I'm like, well, he doesn't have fucking $200. He doesn't have the money. So I, I confront him and <laughs> this motherfucker, <laughs> he took an old paycheck, one that, you know, from when he was working before and deposited it again, got the money and then went and bought some fucking, you know, Spent two or three hundred bucks on fucking weed. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> god. That's impressive, he's, right? He's, that's impressive. He's one of us, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, that's that's fucking fresh. Like that's right. that's now. <laughs> um, I was like, well, greens. What the fuck? Is, oh, the weed. He, yeah. And he balled out. Yeah. Two three hundred bucks gets you some shit. Yeah. God, so, oh, that's, oh, that's right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's at the bottom of the hill. Right at the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the hill. Yeah, so he's, he's living right around the corner here. <laughs> so before we get to that point, it's uh, you're getting home. Things ain't going so fucking hot at the house. Yeah, it's not that they they're not going good. It's just you're not present. Yeah, I'm just not present, and um, 
you know, it, I was just yeah. looking for other things to do and, and, uh, yeah. And is that where we get into chef Juan? No, fucking typical, typical Juan fashion though. Juan doesn't leave a relationship till he's got another one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. So, so, the, yeah. so the, the, yeah. the circle of life continues. It continues. It's, it's a never ending fucking circle. I, I think I, uh, <laughs> and here we are and here we are yeah the circle of life with one yeah so uh so yeah I uh yeah long story short I uh meet somebody else and I'm like yeah this isn't fucking working and and uh you know and I in my head I I had been gone for a while you know like I was I was done a long time before that and and uh so yeah, I um, found uh, found somebody new. Uh, yeah, and my the the command that I was at wasn't too happy about that. Navy's really fucking in your shit now. They are like huh? they're like it's they call it uh, intrusive leadership. <laughs> so it's you know you got to know everybody's personal details and all that kind of shit. And uh, CO didn't like it. And fucking fired my ass. Damn. Yeah. So at chased that point, out. Fucking Christ. So yeah, fucking chased out. So yeah, at that point, so I, I was set up. I had already, so for evaluations, fit reps, that kind of stuff. I I had already had two EPs early promotes. You know, and at at the level that I was at, that's, you know, you just have to not fuck up, and you're going to be the CEO of a squadron. Yeah, like you just so you're a lieutenant you commander at this point. Yeah, he's like, just don't fuck up. Well, you fuck Juan up. fucked up. Juan fucks up. <laughs> Juan fucks up. Baby. Juan fucks up all the time. Um, so uh, so yeah, got fucking fired, and uh, and so it all you know once again fucking whole world's crashing down. They're threatening to throw me in the fucking brig. And, nice. And you know, just it's it's not pretty. Um, you know, so all the fucking emotional baggage, like, you know, that's who I, that was my identity. That's who I was. That's what I did. Sure. Um, you know, I was fucking humiliated. You know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't step foot back on the base at North Island for probably almost four years. Damn. After that. Yeah. I didn't want to fucking show my face. Wow. I was like, you know, and it's stupid because, you know. When I did finally, they're like, "Fucking, you know, you're back!" Like, fuck yeah, nothing changed. Yeah, where'd you go? I ended up so the Navy was trying to fucking send me out, you know, on some bullshit ship or something stupid. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking going there, you know. Like, you know, I'm gonna retire in a couple of years. So I, so I started calling some of my SEAL buddies. It's like, hey, what do you got? Where can you put me? And they found a spot for me down at uh, NAB and that's where I went and fucking finished out finished out my last couple of years before I retired and that was so it how long um, were you in for 20 fuck as an officer that's fucking yeah. amazing yeah. yeah fucking 20 years and you know I mean it just felt you know I didn't do a retirement ceremony oof you know because I just you know it was just fucking it was kind of humiliating you know yeah. the way it all fucking worked out yeah. And uh, so, wait, what did they bring you? Did they try to bring you up on some charges? Yeah, it was like fucking one eighty seven or something like adultery yeah. and all yeah. that, you know all that fucking bullshit stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I mean they did this huge fucking investigation. I've got the 
I've got the report because of because I, of a divorce. Yeah, yeah. They, Jesus they, fuck. Yeah, they like uh, we don't gotta get into it. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it ridiculous, but yeah, they, and they wouldn't give it to me. I had to file a FOIA Freedom of Information Act just to get it, and so I get it. And it's all fucking redacted and all this kind of shit. Oh, well, ridiculous! Yeah, it was fucking yeah. It was kind of out of hand. Um, so you you so, retire and then so I retire. Fucking no goddamn no retirement ceremony. Uh, just kind of. Just went away. Yep. Went to S1 and, and got uh, the fuck just, out. Yeah, just fucking... <laughs> the, the last four months I was in, I just didn't go anymore. Like, I was I was the... Yeah, I mean, I was pretty senior guy, you know, and, and the command I was at, super cool. Um, and I just, I just didn't go anymore. And mm-hmm. so the XO of the unit, you know, it's a SEAL, SEAL unit... He calls me one day. I'm sitting on the beach, just hanging out, and he's like, "He's like, hey man, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." He's like, "Well, Skipper was asking about you. We haven't seen you for a little while. Just want to check up, make sure you're okay." Yeah, I'm good. He's like, "All right, well, we'll see you later." <laughs> so <laughs> I just didn't go. But <laughs> and I've I listened to a lot of Jocko and a lot of Andy Stump and. That just seems par for the course for those guys. Oh, yeah. you're short term six months. Yeah. Hey man, just let us know if you need anything. Yeah. You should probably kick off your fucking VA shit. Yeah. So that's that's it. I started showing up uh, towards the end to to come in and make copies of my medical record and, and mm-hmm. all that shit and get you know. And then took my shit and left. I was actually I didn't even take my shit. I just you didn't clean out your locker. Fuck no. I just fucking left. Lock still on it. They probably got it. My fucking boots. You know, uniform. Yeah. Just same way I left dad's house, you know, Fuck. Cause it, it, it was, it felt, you know, it felt that bad. There's a sense like, of betrayal though. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I did it to myself probably, but yeah, you know, the way fine. it was, the way, you know, the way it was handled, if it was, you know, I, I'm convinced that if it was another, that's the fucked up thing in the military is there's one guy that fucking writes your ticket, yep. you know, and I just happened to, you know. Hit his button. Yeah. You know, I drew the wrong guy, mm-hmm. you know, that was upholding some sort of standard that I don't even think was in force, you know, on December 7th, 1941. Yeah. You know, and uh, so. That's Pearl Harbor for those that don't know. Right. So, uh, so yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he didn't just like make me go away. I mean, it was fucking humiliating and. He know, buried you. Yeah. Fucking destroyed. So. You know, so when I finally left and, and retired, I was, you know, same way I left my debt. You know, I just fucking turned to closed about the door, face and fucking left. bounce. Same thing. Left all my shit, you know, fuck. Like, fuck it. All right. Let's go back to the checklist. So obviously you got the divorce. It was Chef Juan. Yeah. So I'm so when I'm getting ready to retire, I'm, I'm paying my ex-wife a lot, a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money. And, you know, so she's like, well, this is going to continue once you retire, you know, because you're going to go. I got job offers to go work um, at General Atomics. And the last job I had in the Navy, I was kind of running, helping to run a, a UAV program oh. um, for the SEAL team. So it was kind of cool. But, you know, so I was getting recruited from General Atomics. They do a lot of the UAV stuff. And so everybody was like, well, yeah, you're going to keep making that much money. You know, you're. She wants to get paid. Yeah. So I'm like, well, mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so yeah, I'm like, you know, and in all seriousness, I didn't want anything to do 
with your old job with that. So yeah. like, you know, that, that company is just like, you know, military light. That's where people go. And it's still, it, you know, it's still mil- military and I didn't want anything to do with it. I wanted to do anything and everything, but mm-hmm. that, so I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go to culinary school and I'm going to be a fucking chef. Damn. <laughs> so, what yeah. a 180. Yeah. So I went to culinary school, used the rest of my GI bill, went to culinary school and, uh, and that's rad. Yeah. And, uh, was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And got out and got my last settlement, divorce settlement set based on that shit. And, you know, just kind of worked out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> kind of worked out. Saved a little what bit. What the fuck is the Brady bunch, dude? Oh, uh, so when I so when my wife and I <laughs> the Brady bunch got, was alive. got married, I have two kids. She had three. You know, so you watch the Brady Bunch growing up. Sure. You know. Great show. Great show. Yeah. Like merging two families. Yeah, beautiful. So happy, so you know, amazing. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> my <laughs> motherfucker. Not even fucking close. Yeah, my kids. Hated her kids and it was bad. They, they all love each other now, but God damn, yeah. is it? Yeah, well, it's it tough. Was rough. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is tough. I mean, I mean, I came from you know, I have a stepdad too, and uh, me, him, and my 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 stepbrother and I, we got into it often. Really? Oh, and my stepdad would egg us on. Yeah. So he was two years older than me, and um, you know, he would always just do like. My stepdad would take him to work, but, you know, I would be left in the fucking car all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember one day he's, like, counting tips that he got. And um, I'm pretty sure it was, like, the next day, like, I fucking put on boxing gloves. I'm like, let's fucking duke it out. Yeah. And I even put, I gave him the right hand, and I was, I did the left hand, and Bill, my stepdad, was like, well, he's much, because he was. I was a skinny little fucking twerp, and he was a pretty big guy. Yeah. And, um you know, he would always like fucking talk shit to me. You know? So yeah, he goes, yeah, you guys are going to duke it out. I'm like, fucking let's go. And I whooped his fucking ass. <laughs> nice. I whooped his fucking ass. But then, <laughs> hey, but you know, you know, Bill also took it out on me. So yeah, yeah right. So, and you never heard the end of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it took a, it took a long time for everybody to, to get along and it's assimilate. Still, yeah. It's, you know, so I was the youngest. Uh, the youngest now is 18. Okay. Yeah. They're all old. So yeah, they're empty nesting now. Pretty much. Yeah. There's, there's a couple left. Obviously my older son is, you know, is here and there. Day to day. Yeah. Um, what about your youngest? One day youngest. At a time. My, my youngest is fucking killing it. He's, you know, he's working all the time, going to the gym all the time, making his own money, fucking paying his own way. Is he the 18 so, year old? Uh, no, he's 20. So. Uh, so they go 26 is Mary's oldest. She's killing it. She's doing awesome. Um, and then my older son, 23. And then it's, uh, and then my younger son is 20. And then there's 19 and 18. Mm-hmm. So the two younger ones are Mary's younger ones. And so they're, they're in school. One's at San Diego state. One's at Fullerton. Uh, and still not fucking far enough away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love him to death. God bless him. Yeah. But you know, like two weeks after I graduated graduated high school, I packed my shit and I was fucking gone. Right. Like it doesn't it doesn't even I can't comprehend why anybody 
wouldn't want to just fucking go. Right. You know? I'm like, the same way. Like, Good parenting. Right? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. the- so, uh, so yeah, no, they're, they're, they're it's also learning. not the same as when it, it's not like no. even for you and then for you. And then for me, it was very much like y'all have, I'm done yeah. living under your rule. Yeah. I'm gonna go be a free man. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the day I turned 18, my mom's whole thing was like, you will not get any tattoos. Okay. The first <laughs> thing I fucking yeah. did. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Good old Bill said, when I turned 18, I was out of high school. He's like. Okay, well, you're going to start paying rent now. I'm like, fuck you. I'm yeah. out. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's not how this is. My dad out. took me in and, like, taught me how to get a job and, like, save money. Because that's yeah. what you do. Right. You don't yeah. just fucking say, figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's, so the last two, you know, they, they come and go and, and, uh, um, you know, yeah, they need to get a fucking job. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, get, get a, a fucking, fucking job. job. Guaranteed, they're going to be listening. But, a little yeah. job. Yeah. So, no, my wife, bless her heart, is uh, uh, super loving. Um, to a fault. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I obviously am no fucking Saint. angel. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, she's lovingly spoiled them and, and, uh, you know, so it's, but it's the times you said, you know, you guys said yeah, it. it's, it it's just different things. Mm-hmm. are It's just different. So they, um, you know, so they're learning about life and, uh, you know, so I make it as uncomfortable as I can. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> when they're around, not, you know, so the, her oldest, she's 26 now, you know, I'm kind of similar. It was like, Hey, you got to fucking go. And, uh, I don't know. It was like two years, two years ago, a year and a half ago. She pulled me aside. She's like, you know, Juan. You know, I hated you at the time. Um, yeah. I don't think she, she was like, I was not happy mm-hmm. about it at the time, but you know, thank you. Cause wow. I, I got yeah. out, you know, and, and figured, you know, got a good job and went to school and, you know, now she's got a great job. She fucking loves it. She's killing it. Um, you know, so that's, that's all I'm trying to do is like, Hey, you gotta spread you your know, wings. You gotta, yeah. You gotta go. You know? <laughs> you gotta go. Can't, I don't know where you're going to go, you but you can't go. stay here. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Ugh. So Mr. Brady, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. You fucking piece of shit. As we cli- we close out the list, ride fours, ride fours, hey, ride. How long has this been going on right now for? Fuck. The, the time doesn't matter. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Two hours and 52 minutes. God. Damn. <laughs> this has been a fucking wild ride. I had no idea what we were really going to get into, bro. You, yeah. this is by far, uh, this is top three favorite episode. I'm fucking yeah. right on. Good. in love with this right now. So awesome. I just like the fact that you came prepared. Dude, the har- yeah. have you, so we didn't talk about this at all, but I through know. your Navy I mean, career, did you? I didn't, were, I didn't ride. I was fucking deployed. I was always. So you didn't have a bike? Gone. No. So growing up, you were going to all the rides. Yeah. And then there's just like a fucking. 30-year period of just no motorcycletas. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I I had, the last bike I had was in high school. I had a, a Ninja 250. Ooh. Almost fucking killed myself sure. getting off the 70th Street exit right here. You know how right. it turns? Yeah. Real, oh, real yeah. Fucking straight, in, straight into that fucking bush. Parking there. lot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, now as soon as I retired and I was like, you know what? You know. Head was all fucked up, you know, mm-hmm. just not not in a good place. I was like, I know we'll fix this. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Harley Davidson. You're yeah. goddamn right. <laughs> That's what's going to fix this. Uh, so I went and bought one of my crew chiefs was, uh, was working at San Diego Harley at the time. So I went in and hit him up. 
was like, I need to buy a bike. And so, yeah, I got on a, uh, 17, uh, low rider. Okay. And, um, that's, that's where it yeah. fucking, that's where it kicked off again. I, I mean, I, you know, people talk about motorcycle therapy all the time. And when, for me, it's like I'm hauling ass through the desert or even going through the mountains, right? There's always this one patch, like right before you're going into uh, Santa Isabel. But if if I'm going fast enough and I'm just looking straight ahead at that real straight road and it plateaus and flat, you know what I'm like? I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I'm like, this is this is where I'm releasing all that yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I mean, a l- majority of the time I hop on my bike and it, a lot of things just go away but there's something to be said when you're just fucking cooking yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean it just your your thoughts and everything just go away yeah that's it no and i i figured out real quick that uh, you know the only place where everything felt right normal was when i was on the bike you know and that maybe it's you know the closest thing i get to flying a helicopter low level fucking hauling ass on a bike or something i don't know maybe that's that's it but it i just, didn't even think about that things that's just yeah things just kind of make sense um you know so i uh, i got that bike and and uh you know within the first fuck i don't know i just i got on that bike and i was just gone like i i rode like almost 20,000 miles in the first eight months or so. Damn. I got, yeah, I was just gone. And, uh, um, you know, I remember just ripping around, you know, I'm gone doing long rides and, uh, you know, that scene in Forrest Gump where he's just running, you know, going, uh, through Utah, through Utah, up through Monument Valley and he stops and he turns around, you know, he looks fucking tired, badass beard, but he looks tired and he turns around. And he's like, I'm tired. I think I'm going to go home now. <laughs> I had that moment. Like I was like, all right, you know, I fucking rode like crazy. I'm like, all right, I think I got, you know, I think I got my head straight. Yeah. And I went, went back home and, uh, started kicking it in with the, with the real estate business and got busy and, and, uh, you know, and now I'm trying to balance things a lot more. You're in real uh, estate. Yeah. Yeah. You hiring? That's what I do now. <laughs> If you're dumb enough to fucking try, <laughs> yeah, no fucking paycheck, oh. no guaranteed fucking paycheck. Uh, I know how that sure. goes, but then, but then yeah. you sell four houses in a row. Oh, uh, well, yeah, these days it's fucking, it's brutal out there. I know. No shit. We were, talking, the markets, about, we were yeah. talking about that before the show, you know, because uh, the inventory is just fucking yeah, shot out. There's no inventory. So yeah, prices are just through the roof. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. if you yeah. Highest in California, San yeah. Diego. Yeah. It's beat San Francisco now. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Dog, it's been you by far and large. Like we've got like, there's like a five people that just fucking hold it down for us. And like, you are definitely fucking on the top of that list, man. I appreciate that. Oh, you guys, like I said before, that what you guys are doing is, you know, it's fucking rad, you know, like I had no idea when I first started following you guys, you know, that everybody was in recovery and, um, Zach was the first one that I, you know, was kind of talking to more because mm-hmm. I, I reached out to him a while ago and I wanted to get my fairing for the Dyna paint matched. And, uh, um, I was talking to him and he was mentioning, you know, that he was in recovery and at some point it kind of clicked. I was like, Hey, wait a minute. Are, you know, is everybody there? in recovery he's like well i think so i'm not really sure i think so 
And uh, so that's when it all, you know, I started yeah. to kind of think that. I was like, there's no way. These motherfuckers roll hard. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, there's no fucking way. And uh, yeah, then the podcast kicks in and I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. But yeah, uh, what you guys are doing, it's fucking I mean, just inspirational with one. Yeah. I mean, already just going through three hours, but I'm like, fuck, we can do another two hours and just talk about the fucking where he goes and travels. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll we definitely have to have you back shit. on because, you know, one, he'll get on his fucking Harley Davidson and fucking go from here to Maine. Yeah. You know, so fucking go. I found this photo. Uh, obviously, odd number highways run north to south, even run east to west. Yeah. And I want to take the I was telling the boys I want to do from. Tijuana or the bottom of San Isidro, take the five all the way up to mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah. And then take the 10 or no, it's not the 10. It's the 98 from Seattle all the way to Maine. And then 95 from Maine all, all the way, way down, down to Miami. Yeah. And then the 10 from Jacksonville yeah. back to San Diego. All the way across. Yeah. I want to, I want to do that. I love it, man. There's, you know, everything seems right when I'm on the bike just as last week. Um, yeah, what was I? We were doing, wife and I were doing something, hanging out, and, uh, oh, she wanted to go for a ride. So we went out, did a little did a little ride, and uh, my Dinah was getting worked on, and it was ready. So I was like, hey, can you, you know, help me go pick up the bike, and then I want to go to bike night thing. There's one in Santee every third Thursday or something like that. I'm like, I want to go, you know, just hang out there. And, uh, I was like, but you know, if you're not feeling it, I, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I don't have to go. And the wife was like, no, <laughs> you need to go like that. Please go. She's like, you know, that's, that shit keeps you sane, sane, yeah. keeps you level. Yeah. And so it took a while. Like we, we had some fucking early when I first started riding again, some fucking, some good drag outs, like, oh, it's just a fucking phase. You know, you need to grow up kind of thing. Um, and uh, over the over the years, she's figured out like it's what fucking keeps me level, and it's better for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if I go life. out, if I go out, and she's a good one. Crush, crush the miles. So. That's my, that's my day today. I told I her, I said, it. you can have tomorrow, all day, right. all Monday. Yeah. We'll call it the Brats Day. Right. But today on Sunday, the Lord's Day. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to do podcasts, and then I'm going to ride. There you go. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's it. You got any parting words, my yeah, man? Yeah, man. I just really appreciate you coming on. I love our conversations on Instagram and and hearing your just a little piece of your life right now is yeah. fucking amazing. Thanks, man. Dude, I from just growing up around here to fucking San Francisco, like you really took us through a full gamut, and I I feel like I know you on a much more personal level Absolutely. now, and I'm fucking. Yeah. I just hope that we never do anything to piss you off to where you don't want to fucking support us because without your support, bro, it's, it's truly been a fucking blessing. And I just want to say thank you for coming on, man. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Baby. It's been another episode. You know the fucking deal. Oh, wait one, uh, fucking one more thing. Yeah.